this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide, no escape from reality. Open your eyes, look up to the skies and see. Alcohol drink. Don't stop me now. Yeah. This is Should Be Safe Podcast. A full house tonight. Woo! Got a whole bunch of people in the room right now. Bob Saget. What, Hector? <laughs> <laughs> These are words. Uh, full house? Come on. Come yeah. on. Oh, now I get it. Oh, I got it. it. <laughs> Everywhere you look. <laughs> We're singing copyrighted music, so now we can't put this on YouTube. Not that we ever do, but no, fuck universe. No, you put a child on your YouTube channel. You already tanked us. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I mean, um, Universal Music Group would take us down anyway. I guess so. we should introduce I'm, introduce ourselves. I'm Richard. I'm Hector. I'm Jason. Oh, I'm Allie. Jordan here. <laughs> Jordan here, reporting for duty. Daisy's here too, but as usual, she's in the room but doesn't want to say anything. Very vocal during the movie, but you know. But outside of it, she's what? Not. What? Do you have something to say? Okay. <laughs> well, okay then. Exactly. Uh, we watched Bohemian Rhapsody. And yeah, that was Don't that one. Best editing, guys. Now. You know. Rami Malek won best actor for that too. You know. What do we know? I I don't know anything. You know, anymore. we go to film school That's... where we struggle through crappy project after crappy project. And my crappy projects, honestly, were better. Yeah, Let's we, be real. We get paid little to nothing, yeah. spend hours mm-hmm. working on it, making something salvageable, and then this gets made. Yeah. Makes a million dollars. Billion Oscar. dollars. Wins has, Oscars. Has an 8 out of 10 on IMDb. 8 out of 10. No, I got it. I I've mean, had people tell me that it made them cry. Oh my gosh. What, cry out of torture? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of fun. Like, honestly. Oh. Like, I feel like for for me and probably for Jason a little bit too, it's like a twofold. Like, for me as a filmmaker, it bothers me. Filmmaker. filmmaker. And then as me, as like a... a like human being? Human being <laughs> who like actually enjoys music and classical music like and being a fan of being queen. a fan of queen it just shit on everything that i ever knew nobody looks good in this movie no nope. everybody is like an asshole in this movie yeah mm-hmm. it's this movie is so weird it. yeah well all the people who could oh yeah oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> true though true i don't like biopics I don't. I and really this, don't. This, I mean, it's it. I'm, I'm a liar because one of my favorite movies is Ed Wood, mm. because it knows how to take creative liberties for the sake of a story. Yeah, but that's different though. Yeah, but this uh, is yeah, this is like, everything wrong with a biopic. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I don't like them because mm-hmm. it just it's just fluff. It's fluff for two hours that feels like six, and then it's over. And, and then you pause it halfway through and you're like, oh, the movie's almost over. And then you're like, oh no, we still no, have an hour we've had to take an intermission. Like an extended 20 to 30 minute intermission. Let's all go to the lobby. Get some alcohol. Long There's no reason this needs to be two hours. Nothing. So they much stopped, been cut. They stopped talking about Bohemian Rhapsody mm-hmm. an hour into the movie. Yep. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was bad. 
Like bad. Bad. Entertaining though. <laughs> I thought it was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. I feel like the second half was more tolerable than the first half, but that's not it's my because first. It's, it, it's because they showed their entire set. Yeah. yeah. A 20-minute concert. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. they, like, cut the songs in half. And it was, like, time. that part was fine. Like, mm-hmm. but it's it's a concert. Like, yeah. they're recreating a concert. You can't go like, wrong. Like, we literally own the DVD of Live Aid. And we could just right watch it. In the house. And it's... Like a thousand times better. And they do the full set list. It's fine. They don't yeah. cut everything in half. It's great. You mm-hmm. can just watch that. I mean, they use the vocals anyways, so. Yeah, hey, you might as well just watch Might as well that. just watch that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know how. Jason, how can you summarize this movie? Oh, God. There is so much. Because like, literally, like, I wrote. I have two pages of notes here. Oh, the yeah. first one was I'm just. Right? On Single the notes. Like. <laughs> Single space. Single space. Single no, space. Single no space. Single space. format. Helvetica uh, new and whatever that what size font, font is. What size font? 11 point font. 11. Oh. And there's no paragraph Spacing break. Spacing single. Times New Roman 12 point. No, that's the overachiever font where yeah. it's like, oh no, I've written too much. I gotta <laughs> <Yeah>. condense it. <laughs> yep. oh. That's Jason. That like, I wrote in my me. notes like many times, like, I can't keep up with this so much that like I can't type fast enough to write my thoughts on here. But Did you all see the title? Like when they actually showed the title of the movie? Yeah, I yeah, I yeah. <laughs> I am bothered. Blinking will miss it. Yeah. Totally blinking yeah. will miss it. Uh-huh. Almost a Jurassic Park fonts. Almost. <laughs> almost. Almost. I'd rather watch that movie. Thank yeah. you. I would too. Thank you. And let's also not forget that this movie was directed by a pedo man Brian Singer. I <laughs> completely forgot well, about that. Well, yeah. well, kind of. Kind of. Because he like, didn't show funny. up to set like, mm. half of the movie. Uh, I need to look it up because I, I blew Hector's mind with this. So the original director, uh, the guy who was trying to get this movie made, he actually went on to do Rocketman. Ah. About Elton John. Yeah. Both Bohem- uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, both <laughs> Queen and uh, Elton John, Elton John <laughs> share the same manager. Oh. In this movie, it's played by an actor from Game of Thrones. And in the other movie, the character's played by another actor in Game of Thrones. Huh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Just random oh trivia. God. I don't know. I like I like these weird connections. Interesting. But yeah, so yeah, that, huh. that guy, ne- they brought on Brian Singer to direct it. He got canned and they brought back the original yeah, director. Because apparently, like, him and Rami Malek, from what I hear, like, did not get along on set. Brian Singer would show up late every day, or he would just wouldn't show up at all. And, like, like halfway through the production, they're like, all right, fuck you, get out of here. And they, like, finish the movie without him or something. I don't know the full story, but it's yeah, something, something like, like that. Yeah, something like that. And you can, yeah, you can tell. You can definitely tell, because I wrote one of the, I remember one of the notes in my, uh, in my notes. Sorry, is that this is a movie that is played by actors who never met any of the other actors who never <laughs> in this movie. Like it. I like, want to say I want to go further and say in every scene. Like every. <laughs> like, they like, use like a Men in Black like yes, neuralizer. And it's gone. Like <laughs> it's everything. Gone. And I it blows my mind because even like if they do like a quote unquote establishing shot, no, it doesn't help me because it's. Uh, very obvious that every single actor like has not met any other actor that then, has worked on this and movie. And then they keep reiterating what each other is. Uh-huh. It's like, it's like oh, Brian May, you're an astrophysicist. I, I fucking get that. I know. <laughs> I know that. I am a general Did music Did you guys fan. know that, that me, Freddie Mercury, I have 
two sets of extra teeth in my mouth that makes me sing extra good. Yeah, yeah. Because I'll bl- like blatantly say it instead yeah. of implying it subtly like a movie should do. <laughs> a movie that respects its audience, anyways. Yeah. And and I can you can, I don't know. I've been like dissecting this movie since I first saw it because yeah. it's been like. It's the Hellraiser cube for me. I'm trying to solve this puzzle. <laughs> yeah. And it's just going to screw me over in the end. Yeah. But it's like, you can tell what was the original movie. And then what's like, you know what? We need to like uh-huh. kind of make this a little more palatable. Let's just throw in all the biopic yeah. tropes. Like, you know what? He has a bad relationship with his dad. Mm-hmm. There you go. Which, like, I feel is unfortunate. Because I think that, like, Freddie Mercury is somebody who is so beloved in terms of, like, just... Like, the music world, and also just, like, general, like, everybody, you know? <laughs> and and I feel like this movie just, like, shit on him for two hours. Yeah. Like, yeah. they just made, they made him, him the like villain. A, the of villain this, of his of own story. movie. Yeah. He was yeah. the villain. Yeah. Which is terrible, exactly. because I remember seeing, like, the first preview of this, and I was like, okay, cool, like, sweet, you know? Yeah. But, no. No. I, no. Like, they just made him look so bad and terrible, like, he just didn't give a shit, and he just, like... He just like railroaded the whole band and everything until like he got what he wanted, so and then he, he died. And, and then mm-hmm. boom, he died. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which, like literally, like literally, how it ends on like the most triumphant moment in <laughs> oh. their career. Half a beat, like cut to black. Mm-hmm. Freddie Mercury died of AIDS in nineteen ninety one. They put like that six bef- years after they the- put that cr- that little like thing before. Oh, he had this happy relationship. Mm-hmm. They went on to do all this stuff. Yeah. No. He died. Yeah. Oh, he also just, this stuff. Yeah. Also this happy stuff that we didn't talk about in the movie. Yeah. I. This movie broke me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, man. How so, Jason? How so? It just... I have so many notes, I can't... It's hard, right? Like, I'm looking at my notes, and I'm just like, I don't... I don't okay, know. Let's, let's get the obvious out of the way. There's... The editing is... God awful in this movie. <sighs> to steal a joke from Funhouse when we're like, oh, like, how did this movie win best editing? Maybe they thought they meant most editing? Because that's what it seems like. <laughs> that's what it seems like. Someone's like, click, 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 and then here, 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 and then there, and then here, and back to him again, back to him again, back to him again. Like, I counted, like, one scene just for shits and giggles. There was three jump cuts in, like, two seconds. Yep. Two seconds. Yeah. yeah. And that's like, the movie is filled with them. Filled with those, filled with montages, filled with really weird, like, ways, like, fonts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they do a whole bunch of montages of them on stage, on one single stage. Stage never changes, even though it's over decades of their career. Yep. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I feel you. I do. I feel you. I do. It's, we do. It's a travesty. It's, it is an abomination. It is bad. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> no, no, you no. can't even no. talk. Get out of here. You were the you, mo- you were so vocal during yeah. the viewing yeah. of. Yeah, like if there's anything that my film school who is like you know whatever it's fine is is that more editing does not equal good editing, mm-hmm. and if you have good editing, the key to good editing is that you almost don't notice that it's there. Yeah, and the fact that like every thirty seconds, I'm like, oh my god, like getting I'm whiplash. getting fucking whiplash here, trying to watch these scenes, tells me that something's wrong. Yeah, they have to. The sh- cuts have to have motivation. Yeah, like that. Like that is the key. A shot of a person 
pulling up, taking a chair from another table and uh-huh. putting it to their table, six cuts. Yep. No motivation. No motivation. No, nothing at all. <laughs> a whole movie. A whole thing. I just, I, and like, I'm sorry. I know a lot of people will do, like, I've seen it before on Facebook. They'll do comparison between the actual Live Aid <coughs> and the, the film's Live Aid, right? And they'll compare the two. Like, yeah. oh my god, they're so similar. That's why it won Best Editing. <sighs> Scene recreations are not hard. They're like they're easy. Like, I'll tell that to Disney. They're fucking easy. Like if you go to film school, <laughs> that is like the second project they give you. Yeah, like editing. month month one. Yeah, it's like you know here's some shots from Buffy. Yeah. Yep. Edit this. Yep. yep. Exactly. You want to tell them about how you edited Frasier? Yep. I edited <laughs> Frasier. By the way. My dad played the cello from Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He played the music in that mo- in that show. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know why my head was like, is there a band? <laughs> <laughs> was, was That's right. awesome. Oh, I was right the same. Yeah. He contributed to the Buffy the Vampire Slayer music. Well, the show's iconic. Okay, that's yeah. cool. So that's cool. That's that is cool. pretty cool. That's Sorry. better than Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> we have connections, people. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ter- yeah. Very tertiary connections. Yeah. Um, I edited, yeah, Frasier. A scene recreation from Frasier. Yeah. And then, like, my editing two class, we had to do a scene recreation where I did um, Hot Fuzz, which was, oh. it was so much fun. The It was, like, the chase scene where they, like, caught the guy and they're, like, running around. But they changed it, obviously, from London to the Venice Canals. And it was so much fun, because I just, like, stole everything. Like, I stole all the music and everything, and all the cuts and everything. So easy. Got that on record. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to make any money off of it, so yeah. it doesn't matter. The movie's but, been made. <laughs> yeah, literally. It took me maybe two hours to do everything out of all of that. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I like it's so easy to do a scene recreation. It is. Even for on a big scale, live live aid and the whole like that's I mean that's why I think that, that that was already cut. Oh like, yeah, this was the Brian Singer stuff. Mm-hmm. All the because they shot that first. I'm yeah. pretty sure they. I'm pretty sure they did I, too. I remember because, reading about it. Yeah, that was like a while ago. Yeah. that I saw pictures, but. But yeah, I don't know how to explain the rest of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't either. I really don't. It's. Daisy's over here trying not to laugh because she's looking at my notes and seeing all the parts where it gets caps lock and it's like there's a part in here where I'm like I took Jay to the bathroom I came back and there's like so many jump cuts um, <laughs> another fucking montage oh god damn another fucking montage <laughs> that's not how band rehearsals work oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. what is this scene thank you okay I just like I just want to point out like I've never been in obviously like a live band band but when they brought him on as his his like uh their main singer, yeah, and they were like surprised by what he was doing, and I was like, "Are, are you, you talking not... about the scene where they started harmonizing with yeah. him?" Yeah, <laughs> do you not fucking like rehearse beforehand because every band that has ever existed ever rehearses before they perform, right? Oh yeah, oh Am yeah, I yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. What was that? <laughs> no, you're not. Crazy. You're not crazy. Oh, oh like crazy. when he like yeah. Billy didn't um, do the lyrics. Yeah, he's right, like, he's like, you need to learn the lyrics. Yeah. What like what was the point of that? I there don't. Was, I feel like no they did the scene, and, and then like Brian May offset. He's like, you know, no, Freddie Mercury screwed up on this. We need to have someone say that he's screwing up. Yeah, and have it be me because I called him that. Uh, I'm out on that in real life. Yeah, 
But I'm like, it just that's not how bands work. It's like, not none of it is how bands work. Especially like, ones, like, of Queen's caliber, you know? Ugh. And I, like, literally the next scene is a year later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so hot, let's, let's just get into tosses. this. So the movie starts off with, um, like, a whole build-up to, like, oh my god, Live Aid is happening. And then we jump back to when Freddie first joins it's the band. It's the, um... Uh, walk the line sort of a thing yeah mm-hmm. except it's not him reflecting on it <laughs> it just happens it just happens yeah it just happens like oh by the way yeah. he, this is him jumping in and watching this band play or i don't know he's with his family or something no he's working at the airport that's yeah. the first scene yeah. oh yeah no, oh, yeah. yeah and he like picks up that one uh suitcase that has like a like a fuck ton of stickers yeah. and then like for like not long enough and then throws it away and I was like what does that mean? Like, you yeah, yeah I thought it was going to be a thing about like him wanting to travel Thank or something you, where we're going to show him traveling at some point. I thought like, yeah. he was trying to steal it that's why I was like okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's how, ba- that's how bad this movie it is. It makes makes you think that Freddy was so bad of a person he would steal a suitcase from an airport. That's what this movie does to you people. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. So I think we start off there. He's at an airport. They call he, him Paki, even though, or like a slur for Pakistani. Paki? Yeah. Even though he's like, I'm not. I'm Indian or something like that. I don't know. He's a. Uh, I think he's Indian, if I remember correctly. No, he never says what he is. He just no, says, they do. He's they're, well. They say where they're from. Pakistan. Pakistan, because they call him a Paki. No. no, but he says he's not. Oh, you're no. right, you're right. India, it's, it's India. Yeah. He's from India, but like everybody confuses him for Pakistan. Because yeah. that's a, everyone cons- uh, Because confuses, I watched the yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So the it's either people confuse Indians for Pakistan or... Oh, the other way. I remember watching the, the uh, documentary or the behind the music on Night at the Opera. He's <laughs> from that's Zanzibar. Zanzibar. Thank you. Okay, yeah. Popular level in uh, Halo 2. Yeah, that's all I can think of. <laughs> oh, oh, Halo 2. Uh, I never played any of the like single player of that game till like two years ago. <laughs> How have I played more? I had, didn't have an Xbox. <laughs> so I religiously never played multiplayer until I finished the single player first. Like, yeah. you have to finish single player yeah that's how you do it yeah that's exactly how you do it but like that was like <laughs> all my friends were playing halo and like i didn't have or like all the only like that was the game we would play even though i never owned it so like yeah i would only play i would only play the multiplayer of that because i didn't own it until like i think three was the first halo game i played well like the single player three is a good one to start at though oh yeah yeah as you can see, we really want to procrastinate talking about this movie. <laughs> Not talking about this movie. It, yeah, I was like, oh. sorry. So then he goes home. Do it to his family. And I don't really care what happens. Like, we get introduced to his family, and then he has daddy issues. Yeah, like. Clearly, like. Like Which, I'm, going to be I'm tired. I'm tired of this and biopics because it's it's the same. It's never used for anything else. It's clearly like he needs to find his sense of identity mm-hmm. to get his dad's acceptance. It's yep. literally the same thing mm-hmm. in every biopic. Yep, every every. And and that's exactly what this is. He had to have made it on his own without any help from anybody. That's the American story that we want to hear, even though it's never true. Mm-hmm. We just gotta flub that up. Yeah, that's always the story. So yeah, his dad's disappointed. So he goes to the concert to see Smile. Yeah, that's the name of the band. The yeah. Smile. He's watching and, them play. Yeah, coincidentally, it's the same night that the lead singer breaks up with them. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, it's a coincidence. He gives eyes to a dude, and then he immediately starts flirting with Mary. Yeah, it's the same night he flirts with Mary. So night. much happens on this one oh day. Oh my gosh, it's crazy. Yeah. And and then literally, he it was like, 
Yeah, and then he, like, asks her, yeah, he was like, where's the band? Also, I like your coat. And then gives him, <laughs> gives them his lyrics, and then... Oh, no, yeah, poof! he, no, even, even better. Oh, he no. shows up to the band, yeah. and, I, I, like, immediately after the lead singer's like, fuck you guys, I'm gonna go join some other band that's actually going places. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, so, you're Roger, you're a dentist, I know everything about you. You're Brian, you're like an astrophysicist, I know everything about you, I've been following you forever. I'm not a stalker, guys, I'm not creepy at all. Yeah. yeah not at all, here's can I join my your lyrics. Ba- I'm gonna join your band, I'm guys. gonna join your band. Okay, also, I can sing. Here, me, I'm gonna sing. Let me audition for you guys here in an alley with a, <laughs> just a, a random song that apparently... Well, no, I think that was their song that they were performing. Mm, that makes sense. And, like, the other guy yeah. randomly harmonizes for one note. It was straight out of Anchorman. It, it was, was straight, up, straight up out of Anchorman. It was, like, for weird. one second. And then it's, woof. Yep. No, they make, fun of, <laughs> they make fun of his teeth before he yeah. sings. So it's like, oh, I'm gonna show you guys. I'm gonna sing, and then I'm gonna tell you about how these teeth give me power. <laughs> but I'm gonna explicitly state it, and instead of letting the movie subtly say it's for the audience to pick up on it. And yep. I think the next scene is, is it the concert? Or is it, no, no, no. The next scene is he where they, he goes to Mary mm-hmm. at her store, and she like Viva. dresses him up. Oh yeah, yeah like, and another stalkerish like, moment. Oh yeah, I was like, if somebody did that to me at my work, I'd be like, uh, goodbye. Especially, but she's yeah. she's like super receptive. Oh yeah. yeah. But then not only that, she's like, oh by the way, I'm like super progressive. People show whatever they want. Yeah. I'm like so open and accepting of everything. This isn't gonna come back and bite me in the butt later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm literally gonna put go into the dressing room with you, put on this outfit for you, and put makeup on your face, and and I'm not gonna be surprised when you tell me you're bisexual later in the movie. Yeah. Not Call at all. you gay instead of saying you're by yeah. like you just told me yep yeah. yep yeah. and I just met you last night it's yeah. fine and yeah, you, totally. you, you found me at work you stalked me from the Double. show You literally the only conversation we had was you telling me I had a nice coat and I'm totally okay with you finding my place of work and coming to talk to me and flirt me there yeah yeah totally, totally no normal. red flags None at all. Not at all. I started thinking of Silence of the Lambs. With the <laughs> oh! <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, yeah, they have their concert. Um, he wins them the audience over, I guess. Yes. Like, that's like a re- reoccurring thing, but it doesn't come to anything. Because no. it's, no. like, it's like, oh, the audience is like... Where's the other guy? Yeah, yeah it's... It's so weird. Like, there's no. Who is this? Who is this vaguely ethnic person on stage? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like this is like throughout the movie. It's like scenes of small little tiny conflicts, and then they never get resolved or brought up again, and then it moves on to another little, little never tiny goes, conflict. Never goes anywhere. It's just yeah. Well, we do get like a Han Solo prequel movie moment where it's very famous that Freddie Mercury always carries around like the microphone on like a half oh, stand. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we get the prequel, oh, this is when it I happened think... moment where he rips the microphone off the stand because it's giving him issues. That's the one thing they got right in this movie <laughs> about him. Yeah. Wow. It had to be that. Yeah. It had to be that, huh? Yeah. And then we jump forward a year. Yeah. You know. Yep. They, I guess they have a bassist now. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? I don't know. I'm blocked um, out. They're they're broken. They're they're broken down inside of their own. Like, yeah, because they're in their touring van. Which oh, is like, oh, we can't tour. It's like, let's record an album. So they record an album. Yeah, they, they, sell, sell, the they, they sell, sell the van. They sell the vans to and record, record an, album. an album. And like, there's literally no conflict because like while they're recording it, like someone who has connections hears it and like, oh, do you have a demo? I want to show them to so whatever. And then like, mm-hmm. 
Like that gets in, picked up by the them, studio. Them in the studio is cool because you know it's it. If it, it should have been the, the, this whole movie yeah. should be in the studio. Just, it should have just been them like writing the music because that's the best parts of watching like the behind the music stuff. Yeah, that's what this should have been. Yeah, the should creativity been, like, flowing, the yeah. team working together, like them getting creative. Like, like, like that was good. When yeah. like Freddie's figuring like okay, like my vocal harmonies have them be panning from left to right, or you see a shot of them like taking an amp and have it on a pendulum so you can get that effect, or they're throwing coins on like the timpani. That stuff's cool. That stuff should have been what the movie was, but it wasn't. It was, let's take all these beloved people that we all know and we appreciate for being great and then just shit on them the whole movie. Yeah. It's not, uh, With me, montage. No, it's okay, Jason. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> no, you nailed it. You nailed like, it. Honestly, you though, nailed like, honestly, like, like, though, like, like, and it's like, yeah. it's like, yeah, they're, oh, I wonder how they came up with the, the name Queen. Oh, you just... You just came up with it. Because um, it's outrageous. Yes, yeah. outrageous. For the majesty. And, you, and that's what, Bohemian like, Rhapsody, you want to know the camera? He just doodles it on the piano. Oh, there you go. Got the got the tune. He doodles what it a, upside down. What an interesting bit. Do, 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 do. That oh. sounds pretty. I think it has potential. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, winks the camera. Has a, at the gym for the office moment. That's a camera. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It just, I, like, I feel like this whole movie just like... Shit on Freddie Mercury and also shit on his persona, because like I, like I feel like I haven't looked too much into him, but I feel like any musical artist is like different, like they're a different person than they are on their on stage persona. And I think if anybody is like that, it's Freddie Mercury. Yeah, he... like clearly, like he he was very private, obviously, because he wasn't hung out it, with like, his cats. Yeah, like that's so all. So much. Yeah, so much. <laughs> Which I appreciated yeah. in the movie. That was it. Oh, that's there was it. not enough of that. Yeah, and I feel yeah, and I feel like the whole movie was just like, hey, look, I'm flamboyant. I'm gonna come out at some point in this movie, and also I'm flashy, and I'm gonna take over this whole band, and I'm gonna be like, you know, this kind of person. That I feel like in real life, like he wasn't like that. Like no. I feel like he's like such a like respected artist. And singer. he's like a super perfectionist too. Like I yeah. think I don't know if it was for Live Aid or what concert, but like. He like practiced Bohemian Rhapsody relentlessly so yeah. he could not screw up the piano bits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like he was all like the stories I hear. He was always so critical of his piano playing, mm -hmm. most of all because he didn't like. I wasn't classically trained on piano. I'm not good at piano. Yeah. He had that imposter syndrome about that too. Yeah. But in this movie, he's just like. That would have been interesting in the movie. Yeah, that would have been. Cool. been so I thought that was gonna great, come right? up and never did. Yeah, like that's what I wanted. Like like somebody like like his own story. But it's just like fluff, like fluff for three hours, fluff. And it and it's like the the destiny, like no, I'm born to be great mm -hmm. or whatever. It's like yeah, no, you weren't. Like, like no one no. thinks no. that way. Yeah, yeah. At some point he does villains say, like, think that. Way. Yeah, at some point he does say very early in the movie he says, um, like this is the person that I've always meant to be. Very and early like, and very late. Like he's after he's coughing up blood. Like <laughs> oh no, no, the God. scene where he's telling oh, yeah, his bandmates, yeah. he's like, no, this is what I'm meant to be. Yeah. And yeah. usually, like, movies that have those type of lines, like, that's not what they're meant to be, and they learn a lesson about themselves, but in this, it's not that. There's yeah. no story arc to this, mo th mm -hmm. this movie. It's, yeah, it's yeah. just flat the whole way. Well, yeah. I mean, tech, he told his bandmates he had AIDS while in a church, so <laughs> the subtext is there that he learned a lesson, just not a very yeah. progressive one, Brian Singer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, I think... 
I think next, after the studio, he's chilling with Mary, establishing their relationship. He plays Bohemian Rhapsody upside down on a piano. Yeah, yeah that has potential. And then this is the point where I took my daughter to the bathroom. <laughs> and I came back, and it was that infamous scene that I've always used to, like, trash this movie talking about. Oh, like, my there's so gosh. many jump cuts. Oh, yeah. yeah. Having, and like, you came meeting. in, like, halfway through. Yeah. And, and I, I think it was, like, I was, like, writing notes on my phone. It was like, It's the scene, guys. So bad. It's the scene. It's so bad. It's the, ed- the editing's off. Everyone's eyeline's off. Mm-hmm. Like. Everybody's. When when he when he like there's a shot he refers to the band yeah. and it cuts and it's the drummer and the bassist. Like honestly, <laughs> like I was way more sober when I watched that scene and yeah. I still have no fucking idea what happened. Like what was the like I don't know. All I remember is that freaking little foot. Little finger. Little, little finger. finger. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Talking about the line before time. Yeah. Yeah. We have to. We have to find the Great Valley, guys. <laughs> My mom is dead. <laughs> that was really sad. Is it the third or fourth one where Spike talks? Little I, something. Fourth or fifth, I think. It is fourth or fifth. Which one had Chomper? I think that's the third one. Third one. Yeah. yeah. The second one was when they started, like, let's try to do this as a Disney movie thing and started adding songs and stuff. And Pinky's oh. in that movie. <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about? With that scene. Like, oh, right. All, like, I, like, I feel like I blacked out for all this movie except for that moment where he just, like, pulled the chair. And then, poof, he was, like, in, like, three more scenes. And that was it. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? Because, yeah, they had, they, that's where they get the manager. Literally could have been a shot. Like, oh, that's one true. shot. One shot. Okay. Just one. They could have put tracks down, track yeah. him in, sit down, he yep. comes in, they talk. That's yeah. it. Poof, look at that. So easy. Not what they did, though. Saved the studio so much time, so much money, but whatever. Something about them playing on BBC and they're forcing them to lip sync or something and we get our first montage. But where does, what, what, what's the point? The, I, it's like, yeah, it see, comes up and then it just, it drops. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. You know why? Because in the doors, there was a scene like this. Yeah. And they, they, they took creative liberties where he was being all, like, punk and, like, nasty, purposefully he, yeah, on air. Yeah, the, the whole, like, you can't say get higher, and he's singing and he directly did, to the camera yeah. to, as a fucking It had a them. purpose to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's no... There's no purpose to this scene. There's no payoff. There's no whole, like... Well, Freddy's, like, I expected Freddy to just, like... Like, not put the microphone in his face or something to, like, be, like, a rebellious thing. Like, haha, look, I'm lip-syncing. Because Judas Priest did that. Oh, Judas Priest, yeah. Or no, that, Iron Maiden did that. Iron Maiden did was that. Was it on an SNL or something? That was something. I don't know. But I remember just seeing, like, they, like, played different instruments. The guitarist was on the oh, drums. Yeah. Singer was, like, on the bass. And they were just, like, running around, digging around. as like, a fuck you to, like, you don't tell us to lip-sing, whatever. Yeah. I was expecting that. And that it didn't happen. That would have been so much fun. And it's like, oh, it just went nowhere. It never comes up again. Yeah, it feels never like comes this, up again. this scene was just to tell us that they did get on air. Yeah. But they couldn't just show us, a, like, a... A snippet of them yeah, being here. So they throw in this yeah. like little plot about lip sync, lip syncing, but like, it doesn't just, matter. Just cut that part and jump into them singing "Killer Queen." Oh my God, it's a big hit! Look at them going off doing all this cool stuff. But no, they kept it in because we want to make this two hours. I don't. Why? Yeah, it's yeah. There's only two hours. <laughs> <laughs> right. It felt like five. Um, and is this where they go to the the label? I think With Mike Myers? I wrote that we get another Where? scene of him and Mary, but he's speaking in a really creepy voice to her. Wait, who was Is that where he proposes? Oh, he Puff. was the studio guy that was like, Bohemian Rhapsody is too long, He was guys. not. That was not him. That was, that was, was not Mike Myers. You want to know? You want to know why it was Mike Myers? Ah, so he can make a Wayne's World joke. Ha ha, guys. 
What? So he could be like, you think guys, you think like kids are gonna be jamming out in their cars to Bohemian Rhapsody? Oh. oh to God. be fair, <laughs> I think that movie did help Queen a little. It probably did. Yeah. So I, I get it. I don't, I don't feel like it's earned, But though. it's definitely not but earned. But it's not earned. Because like, this is not, no, I did the research. None of the, the, the humor lands in this movie. I did the research on, like, this, this character's not real. I don't think this I is a made up character. I watched this movie. <laughs> like, ever. Made up person. Made like, up Myers' person. character never existed. They yeah. love, Bo- I don't know if they love Bohemian Rhapsody, but they're like, yeah, this is cool. Yes. It's like, what? Yeah, other six-minute songs have been on the radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yeah. queen. Especially back then, like, heck yeah. Like, maybe you listen to a Rush song? <laughs> DJs love that stuff. It means they can go to the bathroom. And, and like, mm-hmm. for a guy who, like, <laughs> it's true, signed on Pink Floyd, yeah. Dark Side of the Moon, and he doesn't know the word Rhapsody? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It I, makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. It's yeah. just so they can make a Wayne's World joke, because they thought Literally. people would find that funny. I didn't even know That's how fan. funny it was. <laughs> oh, Okay. So the scene with him and Mary is when he proposes to her. Yeah, yeah. that was a really awkward proposal. Yeah, yeah so it was not really like awkward. And he was being really creepy. He's like, "Never take the ring off." Promise me you'll never take this ring off, ever. I'm like, Are you Batman? Batman? Is Freddy I'm Batman? Batman? <laughs> yes. Might as well be. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. I'm emotionally unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> we are the champions. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's after this that we go to them on some random farm. Oh yes. yeah. Yes, we're honestly, like... if I had this footage, oh, the movie would what? open on the farm. Uh-huh. A yes. quiet shot, them pulling up, feet walking up, pull up. It's Freddie Mercury. Yeah. And then like diving in. No. Yeah. This is the most then, interesting part. No, of the no, movie. no. You're and missing like another sh- montage. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Because, oh, the tour! Be, because the bandmates jump into, like, he's, like, literally proposing oh, to her. Right. She's in nothing but, like, a towel or, a sh- like, a sheet or something, and they just walk on and it's like, hey, we got an American tour, guys. Let's go Midwest USA. <laughs> Midwest! We got a tour in America, guys. I'm like, Going to no shit. Midwest USA. Yeah, and... <sighs> and they all say yes in really weird ways. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. And then we get another montage. The montages are so dumb because it's like, like, like you were saying, no shit, that's the fucking Midwest. You take a shot, a still shot of a farm, it's fucking Midwest America. But no, they just have to like blast these, like the text on the screen. Midwest. And they were also inconsistent. Like, there was actual places, then there was vague places, Uh then there was vague, like... Um, Oh yeah, and some of of the title cards were locations, and others were like times yeah it was weird like, like there was no like no consistency like, like the live aid one London, one? Lion yeah. London 1985 or the, the live aid yeah. one wasn't like Wembley Stadium or anything it was day of live aid yeah oh yeah yeah that's cool and yeah. weird text that like flashes on the screen like white red and blue for no reason oh yeah and then like they start like almost oh, like it? a one of the screensaver type of effect yes. where, like the, the, the word he like use? fart went out like, yeah, he farts one out. He oh does not. Gosh. Did I just oh, yeah, like, He's like dude. posing. He like smacks his butt or something, and then the words come out of his butt. <laughs> he's like posing, and then it goes, it does like an out, a neon outline, and then words <laughs> you, pop out. You missed oh me. my god. I, you are I, not. <laughs> See? Oh, but you had to check on your. your <laughs> what? Rookies? Your what? Rookies. 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 Oh, yeah. Cookies that were delicious, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah those things were good. <laughs> 
better choice than watching. It was, and we're mad at you for it. Oh god. I don't want to throw up. He also makes goo goo eyes at a trucker during this tour. He does. Oh, you were, I remember oh, yeah. that. Yeah, he well, does. While he's on the phone with Mary and she says, say hi to the boys Like, for this me. is still where everything's taboo. And then you have two guys just like, say. Like, with their eyes just like looking at each other super obvious. It's like, no, there was, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was just weird. Weird. It felt like they went out of the way to villainize every like gay moment. Yeah. yeah every Honestly. Gay moment. Yeah. And like, yeah. I believe yeah. you. You said it perfectly in your Facebook post. Is that this this movie does not know how to handle Freddy's sexuality. No. It, it doesn't, really doesn't. Like at all. It doesn't. It does not at all. Because it's like I like women, but I also like boys. And but I actually like, feel bad about that. I feel yeah. But why? But why? There's no motivation for why he should feel bad about it. Yeah. Like, you would have to know... Like, if you took this movie in a like, time capsule, mm-hmm. went forward like a thousand... Assuming there's civilization. <laughs> go forward a thousand years. Yeah. And they watch it, it's like, well, what was the problem? No one would know, because they don't establish the conflict yeah. in the yeah. movie. Yeah, they, they don't. They really don't. I think this is when we get Mike Myers' scene. Probably. He's yeah. a character named Roy Foster who doesn't exist... And they're like in a meeting with him because I think they're he's like a studio guy or something. They're there with their lawyer with his, their lawyers, which Freddie like deems their lawyer to be named Miami for some reason because he's Freddie. I'm eccentric. Whoa! See, and I like kind of like this scene if like if it was more like fleshed out. Yeah. Because like it gave personality to the band. Mm-hmm. It saw that the, it showed that they were all together and like unified. Like this guy was accepting of his name being changed to Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was cool like, with them. Like, he got they, the whole thing. Yeah, they were all a group, but like. Yeah, we're just thrown into this scene. We never get real real moments with a team it's like, like this. It's like there's no context for anything in no. this movie. It's like it's just throwing everything at you, nothing just mm-hmm. being cut. Yeah. And it's just boom, jump right into it. And uh, yeah, and is this after this like we go into the Yeah, because they're like this is when he's like Cuz they pitching. argue for like a decade about the album. Yeah, cuz yeah. like Yeah, he's because I went, I left the room, checked my brookies and I came back in the same No, you came with she showed up with the second argument after they recorded. Oh, yeah. They had an argument before they recorded and <sighs> after. Yep. No, no, no. It was, it was the before still, one. Was it? it? Yeah, yeah. she came back scene. in the first and she was still oh, God. No, okay, no. I think scene. the same thing happened after, too. Because yeah. he was pitching yeah. to them, like, our next album is going to be, let me make sure the record's on there. And oh, yeah, opera. You came back and Did they bring the that album with them? They had to. That's so weird for them to just, like. Was this pitch, like, planned? Because it seemed like they were, like, kind of. Making it up as they went along, yeah. Because like it felt like Freddie was making up as that's what I mean. Along. Like yeah. because the but, band reacted like, oh yeah, opera. That's a good idea. Like they uh, hadn't talked about this before, which is not how you go to like studio meetings. If mm-hmm. like if you want to get anything like if you don't want to get screwed by the studio system, yeah. that or is. Or just as a team, you would talk to your own team about what you're going into yeah. talking yeah. about with this, especially if this big guy who's clearly worked with like. Hendrix and like mm-hmm. uh, Pink uh, Elton Floyd, John, Elton John, Elton John. Like you want this guy's money, you would like. Okay, what's our game plan, guys? We're gonna we're gonna like pitch an opera. Okay, you bring the record. We'll put it on his like turntable that we know he has in his office for some reason. Play it, and then like <laughs> it'll be super dramatic, guys. And it'll be like a rock thing. It'll be great. Yeah. 
But you don't just make it up as you go along unless you're like... That's not how it works. That's not how it works. That's how you get screwed. That's how you get, like, screwed over by the system like that. Especially in those days, you know? Yeah, I mean, and, like, in the movie, it felt like Freddy had thought about it a lot. Because he had, like, all these, like, ideas prepared. But no one else in the team knew about it. Like, he's going on, like, a huge monologue. And, like, it's going to be a super, like, it's going to be... It's gonna be rock and roll, but it's gonna be an opera. It's gonna elicit these feelings. It's gonna be this and this and this and this and this. It's not a bad pitch. But but it wasn't like, a bad pitch, but like, like it's it didn't so happen. The way it was delivered was <laughs> yeah. Really yeah. So this is where they go to the farm, yeah. This yeah. is when they go to <laughs> the farm studio. Okay. They go to Rockfield Farms, nineteen seventy-five. Nineteen seventy-five. And this is where they record not at the opera. That like you could barely know that. Yeah. yeah, no, they record Bohemian Rhapsody. All the other songs they mention in passing. Yeah. They, they make a whole a whole scene just making fun of the I'm in love with my car song, which is not a bad song, oh, by yeah. the way. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a joke, though. It's, I mean, I feel like the joke, the song is very tongue-in-cheek. It's, it's super very. hyper-sexualized about a car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and which I, is what makes it great for me. Yeah, <laughs> and you know that they got sent off to go record the album, but when they get to this farm and get an establishing shot of a farm... We don't get any like scenes of like the studio before they start recording. No, no. it just looks like, like they're establish, at a farm. It's yeah. like they're in hiding or something. Like, yeah. that, like, that's like exactly this is the place they thought. go to plan I they were or something. At a family's house. That's why I was like, "What's happening?" Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, when like I first I watched it, I was like, "Why are they here?" Hour. And like, I was like, what the fuck like, is going on? <laughs> like, for like five minutes before we even get to them in the studio, we just get shots of them like, okay, this is your room, Freddie. It's the biggest because you're the eccentric lead singer. And also, here's a shot of Freddie just looking out at the field. There's a piece of grass there. Oh, my God. He holds on for three seconds. He stares at a bush for a long time. My theory. No, you know what? No, this comes... You, you guys are skipping over. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is... Because this is where that Paul... Paul? Oh, yeah. Paul. I don't no, understand what his role is. Field, no. Yeah. Oh, right, right. No, it's before... I thought it was before yeah, because before. like he was struggling. We made jokes about the struggling with his sexuality. Yeah, because we're like, oh look, that's Freddy looking at the field, and look, there's the real Freddy popping out of the ground, popping out of his grave to say, what the fuck are you doing, Robin yeah. Hollick? What are you doing to me? <laughs> I love Angry Jason. Yeah. It's so, so rare bad. I get to see this one. But um, no, yeah, totally, and like, like they, we don't really get to see them recording this, all the the songs on that album. Which sucks, because it's a great album. It's a fantastic yeah. album. Every song on that album is fantastic. I would much rather watch the behind the music on this album, which is great, by the way. Yeah. Even the segment on I'm in Love on My Car is great. And like, there's and I, you think there's going to be a conflict somewhere along the road, because like at some point, um, Freddie is like... Is like uh, they're, they're in the studio, and Brian's doing his guitar solo. Yeah. And Freddie's like, no, do it, do it like this. Do it like the way you originally wrote. And it. you think like they're gonna argue about it, but it says like, oh, I could do that. Yeah, let's do that. And they're like, they're agreeing with each other, but it's shot like an argument because mm-hmm. it keeps cutting back and forth and like yeah. dramatic angles and lighting. Yeah. But no, they're just having a good time. That's a good equipment though. That was a really nice box amp they had in there. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Things are not cheap. Mm-hmm. And uh, another montage of them recording Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, I was just, I wrote in my notes in caps lock that they were just like, the scene with him and Brian May was just like, oh, there's no conflict. They're just agreeing and a jump, jump cut, jump cut, jump cut. Do something! Like, something it happened, feels please. like the, like somebody's telling you a story, but they're lying through their teeth. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it's about someone that they had a bad relationship with. They're like, oh, yeah, we were best friends. We never had an argument in our life, though he did have a drinking problem. (laughs) He's not the best choice of character. And then just completely out of nowhere, a Galileo jump scares you. (laughs) The rooster. Oh, yeah, there's a rooster. And it sounds like he's he's singing it, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the joke. I didn't see the rooster. I just heard Galileo, and I just, like, jumped up a bit. Yeah, I remember you guys were all kind of looking at it. I saw that I totally zoned out. Too. I, it's fine. You, there's so many moments where I zoned out. But it's, it's just like you didn't need to see the chicken. <laughs> you did not need. It to was see not it. important. But we get to the scene of of Roger the drummer, who's always infamously the guy who hits the high notes and all the harmonies and stuff, recording the Galileos from making me rhapsody. And Freddie is just like, higher, sing it higher. And he doesn't sing it higher. He sings it louder. That annoyed me so much as a musician. <laughs> that is not the same thing. They instilled that in like fourth grade. Higher is not louder. But they showed the little, the needles going up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same thing, Jason. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But Freddie, uh, after he did it, Freddie was like, yeah. Yeah, that was great. Even though it's the same note. I mean, it's, he hit it right the first time. Yeah. Perfectly right the first time. They just, apparently they're three weeks over schedule too. Throw that as a throwaway line. They're yeah. out, almost out of tape. The tape's wearing out. Use that as a throwaway line. Doesn't come way anywhere. No. But hey, he hit the, hit the Galileo louder this time. <laughs> oh my gosh. And it's like, it's an album? <laughs> oh, we get a Galileo montage too, by the way. Oh god. Yeah, yeah, singing we those do. Galileos. We do. I, I don't. I don't understand that this why they're trying to get him to hit the perfect note because you can adjust the pitch. Yeah, even that for a studio album. Yeah. Yeah. Because even when he performed the song live, he changed it so he could perform it live. Like he yeah. wasn't hitting the high notes. Yeah. Because yeah. it puts a strain on your voice. Yeah. Yeah. Or even then, sometimes they would like just leave the stage and have that part played as a track. Yeah. Like I've seen videos of them playing that whole song live, which they don't always do. They would just cut out the parts that the band is playing and just play that. They would like if they did the whole song, they would just leave the stage, have the track play. Yeah. The studio. Or it's part of a montage. Or, or it's like, part of not a montage, montage yeah. but a medley. Medley. There God, you go. We keep saying montage because there's so many there's, of them. There's like fifteen <laughs> in this movie. So they record this great album and then go back to the music because they're like, oh, I don't like it. It's six minutes long, guys. Ugh. How dare you? Radios won't play a six-minute song unless you're Pink Floyd, which I, you know worked with so i should be okay with the longer song the three minutes but whatever he also makes fun of them because he's like oh i feel bad for your wife if you think six minutes is long oh yeah <laughs> it would have been funnier to me if i had seen it in the trailer, in the trailer yeah. right it's the, the trailer best shot. moment in the trailer it is <laughs> it actually is timed a little better in the trailer too yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like it's weird because like the scene's building towards them convincing the exec to like play it even the lawyers like well, yeah, you played Pink Floyd, and that was look at, it's a gold, it's a gold album on your yeah. wall. And there's a, I, I forget what the other song he mentioned, but he's like, this other song is like five minutes long, and it's a, it's a hit. Like they could have, they could have had that ironic moment where the execs like, yeah, fine, let's do it, and like they're all cheering, and then immediately cuts to the mediocre reviews. Yep. An ironic moment they could have done, but nope. No. Instead, they go to this. Well, like, no, they, they tell the guy to fuck off because he's like, no, you, you, I think you should go with You're My Best Friend as a single. And the other guys are like, no, you should do I'm the Love Mike Myers is like, you should do I'm In Love With My Car as a single. They're like, ha, that song's a joke. Ha. 
<laughs> so they're like, well, fuck you, we're just gonna leave. And then Freddie's like, you're gonna be forever known as the guy who said no to Queen. Even though Mark, don't exist. Mark my words, exist. character we created. You will be forever known as the oh guy gosh, who yeah. missed out on Queen. They walk out. Oh and then gosh. throw like a rock or something at his window. Mike Myers calls him wankers and yells at them, and they walk away. And but he didn't actually. Legend has it, Mike exist? Myers is. He didn't exist. No. Oh. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ali's broken again. Yeah. Fuck. I have a question though. Yes. Yes. Oh my Where did God. Paul come from? Because that's the first time I saw him. With He's there. he he kind of showed up in the first meeting with uh, the exec. I don't know what his purpose was. I, I think he's know. like because, their wrangler. Okay, because bands have that. The first time I saw him was actually there when because the the, the little right. fingers the manager, but then like he <laughs> was just there like. I just called him Pirates of the Caribbean guy. It's good. Is he in Pirates? He was. I think he was the villain for the second two. No, movies, you're talking. The third one. Wait, are you talking? You're talking about the lawyer. The lawyer guy, yeah. Yeah. I think oh, he's yeah. in that scene too. Yes. I was like, it's just good business. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jack Sparrow. That'll catch you. Oh, my God. So, that was, uh, that was, uh, um, uh, Miami, right? Yeah. Yeah, Miami. Miami. Because, like, their first meeting is, like, our lawyer, Fred is, like, our lawyer is going to be pushed to Miami Beach. Because his name was Jim Beach. Ha ha, I'm going to call it Miami Beach because I'm eccentric, guys. Yep. And he's totally cool with it, which I'm like, I mean, I kind of like this guy, but. That's a cool lawyer. That's a cool lawyer. You know, he gets the aesthetic of a band. You want that in a band lawyer, you know? Somebody who's, like, believes in the band, but... And yeah. is the next scene, they, they go to that uh, radio station, some radio station? Oh, yeah, that's right. And he's Which, like, the okay. While well, Mary's in the, like, I don't understand class. how music works, apparently. So, <laughs> <laughs> the label, uh, yeah, that's they what own I the songs. Yeah, like, he paid for it, like... They own Clearly. the rights to it, so how is he going to a radio station with a physical copy of the thing and saying like they don't want us to release this, but you can play it on your station right now? That's not how this works. Like it would make sense if it was like, oh, okay, yeah, we'll go in and play "I'm in Love with My Car." Yeah. And like, oh, actually, it's the B side. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense, but that's not how they play it out, though. No, instead, it's him flirting with the DJ. While Mary's, While Mary, like, watching through the glass. She's like, literally, like... Uh, could he be... Is he a gay? <laughs> I think my, my husband is a gay. <laughs> and it's it's the dumbest thing. Remember when I said I was progressive earlier in this movie? I'm not. <laughs> it's all for show. And, oh, yeah. And also, they were never really married, so it doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I guess we never did get a wedding scene, which no. I would expect from a biopic, you know? Yeah. Well, they were never they really were married, actually, so they like, couldn't. They like, oh, they really that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I should have explained that better. <laughs> but you know Are what? you saying Shit, that relationships really? weren't established? <laughs> what? You know what? I think I am. I mean, their relationship had cut from like them like just barely getting to know each other to, like... Proposal? Proposal. Yeah. Like, and no like, what? And their, like, if but, I remember, like, their relationship was so, like, important. In terms of, yeah. like, then. You like never a, even see, like, a honeymoon phase yeah. of, like, after the proposal. It's immediately her, like, could he be a gay? What the fuck? Yeah. yeah. It's just shots of Freddie looking at guys. Mm-hmm. Literally. Just constantly. Like, I would, She's like, like, I would take a movie just about them. Like, literally, totally. at one point in the movie, she says, hi, say hi to the boys for me. Two clearly gay guys walk by. Freddie, like, 
snaps his neck, turning to look at them, says, oh, I will. <laughs> it's like, wow. It's just like... Wow. <sighs> okay, so I didn't think this is when, after that, we get, like, a recreation of the music video for Bohemian Rhapsody, which I don't understand why that's there, but whatever. With, like, and it ends so awkwardly. It's, it's so awkwardly. Like, oh. It's, like, on their face, yeah. and he's about to start saying something else, but then it cuts. So many of those shots in this movie, but, like, they're recreating the video with shots of, like, mediocre or bad reviews of the song to immediately jump cut to them playing the song on stage and everybody loves it. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like, it's, like, they're trying to, like, the message they're trying to send is so conflicted here, because, like, you can go one of two ways. You could be, like, oh no, the song is, like, critics hate it, oh no. And let's go with that, is and then then build up towards that. Or we can be like, but yeah, there's the no purpose. Scene, there's no purpose to it. It literally and, should have just been like them playing it on the st- radio station, and then the music swells, cut to a concert. Yeah, exactly. Successful. The, that whole shot of like the mediocre reviews was completely unnecessary. Yeah, when when I first saw it and those started coming up, I thought they were going to be good reviews. Thank yeah. you. That's mm-hmm. what I thought. And I was like starting to actually read them, and I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. Why are we doing this? And all of a sudden, they start doing good, and the next thing. So I was like, why did you show us those reviews then? There's <laughs> no sense to it. There's no point to it. But they make it very clear that the audience loves them. Mm-hmm. Anytime they're at a concert, they're like, oh, the audience loves them. Maybe they're it's an allegory for this movie. They just knew so much that the critics were going to hate it, but that the audience would love wow. it. Actually, Maybe they yeah. knew. Yeah. Maybe they knew. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm giving stomp, this stomp, too much clap. Credit. You are. Stomp, stomp, clap. Oh, my God. <laughs> So, uh, we're going on six montages here. We are. Which is all, every single, like, montage of them performing on stage is the same stage, even though it's supposed to be different, like, places all over the world, different time periods. It's the same stage. And he only has, like... the exact same way, and he's just, they're changing outfits. They're not even... I think it's only two outfits. It was really confusing. He has a white one and a black one. Yeah. It was... That's it. The editing was super confusing, too, because they, a lot of it was shot with one costume, and then at some point he stage dives into the audience. Yeah. And I Obviously. thought that was just some rando diving into the audience. <laughs> yeah, I thought because they kept cutting back to him singing. So it's like, wait. Yeah. Is this a multiplicity <laughs> thing? What's yeah. going on? They here? were they were cutting between him on stage, him surfing to him by the payphone and then back again and over and over again and, and like him like, on the piano even though he's singing a line on stage over here. Yeah. And like a split second shot. Ugh. Holy crap. But best editing. Yeah. <laughs> It won best oh, editing at the Oscars. And then is it's it, just is immense... he on the phone with Mary at this point? I, yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I'm, it keeps cutting. Because like he's on the phone. It, yes, that's right. Phone. That's this montage. Is this where he goes off and has a threesome with Paul and that guy who kind of looks like him? I think so. Wait, Which what? kind of the first time I didn't really think about it, but then this time it was weird because like it was clearly Paul bringing him some like younger guy for them to play with. Oh, oh god, Brian Singer directed yeah. this. Yes. Think about that guy. Think yes. about it. Read the stories. It was that and then like he was like, Oh yeah, let's do this and then the next scene is him looking disgusted at, at the other guy. It's like, wait, but you did stuff to well, okay, sure. Brian Singer. Yep. Brian Singer. Great representation. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's up. basically what Brian Singer has been under fire for is that like you know, like, this typical, like, let's have a Hollywood party and we'll write, like, sexy chicks and we'll have sex with them even though they're underage. Brian Singer does that with dudes. Yeah. So that's, that's basically what it was. I'm explaining it to Daisy, who didn't know all that fun <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Brian Singer's uh, problematic is uh, 
That's a light way of saying that. <laughs> but hey, he directed X-Men, guys. Oh. So go back and watch that movie. It doesn't hold up as well as you think. Wait, no, really? <laughs> no. Anyways, the next scene, I, I wrote down that the next scene is when uh, Freddy comes out to Mary. Oh, yeah, because, wait, is this... Was this when you were showing her the concert? Yeah. Yeah. Like it was he's back so the, weird. He's back at home with her, and he's showing her videos of them, like, playing, like, these sold-out shows. And, like, uh, he says so much that I didn't even write down. Yeah, at some, uh, I think, like, he's trying to tell her that, like, everyone starts singing with him. Yeah, it's right? another thing where it's like, oh, the audience loves us. Stop, stop, clap. But, like, it could have been a scene on its own. Like, why didn't they show us the actual scene of him, like, worrying about, like, if people are loving him or not, and then all of a sudden he starts singing, and the audience starts singing. Because clearly the struggle should be him finding that, like, self-acceptance. Yeah. yeah. That identity, finding that identity. That should, that would have been a much better story than the one that we got. And you could have led that transition, oh yeah, they love me, they love me for who I am. Transition. (laughs) But no, instead we get the shot of them watching TV, like, a scene of it. And then, like, well, it's I also this... super creepy because he's like, "Here, wife, we're, though we're not actually married, watch this concert of me." Yeah, the audience, <laughs> the audience loves me. Like, you know, super weird. That's yeah. really weird. I'm now that I'm thinking about them, like, it'd be really weird if I'm like, "Hey, babe, like, I really want you to sit and watch the show that I did, where I think I did really well." Also, look at the crowd, like, singing a song that I wrote about you, where I say that you broke my heart. <laughs> They're singing. They're singing to you. They're singing to you. Oh yeah, he does say that, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. he does. Yes. And the, the lyrics weird. of the song are literally like, yeah. "Love of my life, you broke my heart." Like what? Like, it would make it's more right? sense for that scene to come, or that song to come after this scene. It would make so much more because, sense because, like, he's he's like, it's a raw moment where he's like, he's like, "Babe, I'm bi," and she's like, oh, "You're gay." You're gay. And then she makes it all about her. Yep, which is just not the right way to do it. Remember when we said how progressive she thought she was at the beginning of the movie? Yeah. Immediately regresses, where she's like, it's always, I love you, but. It's like, oh my god. I love you, but. Ass. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, ass. Oh no, she takes off the ring. Oh no. He's like, oh no, but you promised you would never take that ring off. Did she, though? Because I feel like he said, promise you'll never take this mm. ring off. But and she promised. just stared and smiled. <laughs> and smiled. Yeah. yeah. And then this is when we jumped to the 1980s. I oh, think. yeah. Was this the, uh, another one? No. Was this um, the gay montage? Or is that after? I think that's after, because this is, this, after. Is, this is the point where we, oh. like, pause the movie... I stopped taking... No, they throw a party. Oh, no, no. The party happens... Mansion. He gets the mansion. He gets the mansion in this scene. What? Because we pause it right here. Oh, yeah. Like, Allie <laughs> was thought, making... We thought it was almost Allie was making her brownie cookies. And we're like, she needs to like start making those right now. I'm sure at this point the movie's almost over. We've gotten into a conflict or whatever. It's been a while. And then we pause it. Oh, no. We have an hour and 15 left of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's where it was. Yeah. <laughs> So this is then we come we come back from our intermission, we jump. We back took in. a thirty minute break. We did. But you forgot to add that when he w- told Mary she was taking off the ring, he was like, she's like, "What do you want from me?" He goes, "Well, I want you, but not you." 
It doesn't... Okay. I was kind of like, so you want your does, cake and have it too? And have her not date anyone? Does, was that the deal? It doesn't make any sense. I was so confused because like... Both the relationship of the real people and the fact that he's bisexual and not like... Like he's bisexual. That just means he's into dudes and, and women. women. Yeah. Like... If they break up and stay friends, I don't. I don't understand what she's asking. I don't understand their relationship either because, no. like, they're trying to play it like they broke up in this scene. But when we came back from our intermission, I completely forgot that they broke up because when they come back in, they're acting the same. Like their relationship hasn't really changed that much. There's just some distance, and it wasn't until she brought in like, "Oh, this is my boyfriend, David." We're like, "Oh, right. I guess they broke up. I guess that happened. I yeah. forgot about that." Yeah. Ugh. And yeah, and he gets super, he gets super creepy with that moment. He's like, "Oh, where's your ring? I own yep. you." Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. So the the scene we came back into was I think when was Freddie buying the mansion for Roger or no? No, it was, it was for Mary. him. It was for him. Okay. And he he uh, had Mary move in next door. Oh, I missed but, that. <laughs> um, he was talking. Yeah, he was talking to Roger. He was about talking the to mansion. Roger. And... But like before that, it's a shot of like Freddie's face and talking to Roger, and he says, "What do you think?" And um, Roger goes, it's a little gayer, referring to his new look of uh-huh. his cut hair and mustache and all yeah. that. And Freddie's all like, no, I'm talking about the house. And oh, I so, totally missed that. Yeah, <laughs> it's where they established the mansion. And he's like, hey, why don't you come hang out with me at this mansion tonight? He's like, ah, oh, man, I can't. Oh, I see the spider. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> right by the mic. But, like, why is there tension? I know, and it's weird because he's like... He's like, oh, I can't. I have a wife now. I I got responsibilities and stuff. He doesn't I can't though. Out. And then later, when he throws a party that same night, Roger's there. Yeah. That makes no sense. That makes no sense they at all. They throw a party, and he like, the, it's the works. Like, yeah. All sorts of craziness going on. Like, Roger's the blonde one, right? Yeah, yeah, he's the drummer. Yeah, he brought his wife to that party. Yeah, which yeah. is weird. Was that his told, wife? Yeah, that I'm was crazy. his wife. Because he said something about. You know what? No one's established. No and one is a yeah. Up until this point, he was being portrayed as like the slutty one. He was, yeah. And now he has a family. And now he has a family. Yeah. Yeah, his, he he took his wife. At this point, I still didn't know Deacon was part of the band. <laughs> and it doesn't help that every scene he's in, they change his hair. It's oh man, that's true. This is when we like, started noticing. Literally that. at the party, he's sitting behind Freddie on that like there's the his like reclining sofa thing. He's on the other side, and, like, Freddy, like, spills his drink on him. I just thought it was some other party-goer <laughs> that he spilled his drink yeah. on. I didn't Same. know who he was for a while. Yeah. I think he's talk- he talks to Mary, too, which was weird, because he's, uh, I don't know, he's trying to get her to come over or something, and she's yeah. like, nah, I'm not having it, or whatever. Yeah. He was and feeling lonely, that's why he did the party. Yeah. But after mm-hmm. the party, he was, like... Still really lonely. Still lonely, and that's when he hit on Jim... Whatever, Hutton or whatever. Hutton. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah. You, you totally got it. Yeah. Which, Dinky fun fact, Hutton. Jim Hutton, he was a hairdresser. Not a no. not a waiter. Not a waiter, huh? No. I think he met him at a bar or something. You know, where you meet people. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, that makes it really bad that they changed his story to that their first meeting was Freddie sexually assaulting him. Yeah, yeah, I was like, uh, okay. Well, I mean, Brian Singer, write what you know. Yep. <laughs> That's immediate when I was like, oh, right, Brian Singer wrote this. The love of his life. How does Freddy meet the love of his life? He sexually assaults him and then is like, no, wait, I'm sorry, I didn't mean it. And then the guy, the guy's like, okay, 
um, let's have a drink and hang out. I yeah, love kissing. And, and then so they weird. kiss, and then he's like, oh, uh, hit me up when you figure yourself out. But it's like, dude, you just met the dude. Like, how how dare you say that to someone? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a party. There's a blatant reference to the song Bicycle Race. Where he oh, slaps the chicks on the on the bike in the yeah. corner, and he slaps one of their asses. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's, I'm assuming that's supposed to be a joke. Oh yeah, totally. or a reference. Um, he's being a total ass to the rest of his bandmates. Yeah, because um, they're they fight in the. I think he calls Paul to like put the party together too, or something like that. And he's yeah, like, and like he's hanging out with Paul or something. And I I don't I think it was is it Brian or Roger who's like. Um, called like makes a joke or like Brian you because already... Brian is the hero of the story. <laughs> Brian probably had the most say in getting this movie approved. He definitely did. Ooh, like all the moments where he looks the best, it's like it's kind of gross. It's a little gross. Ooh, so but he like says something like "You already have your pet" or something like referring to Paul. Like let's establish that Paul is evil, guys. Yeah, which like Wait. I was. I mean, I don't. Again, I don't know. Like. I'm not a biographer of Queen, but I was reading, like, apparently he was a bad dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But still, like, it's weird that Brian is the one. It's weird. Yeah. Also, we lost Allie. <laughs> we lost Allie. Um, so I think after that, they just start playing Another One Bites the Dust. Uh, um, let's see. Well, because we get the scene with him sexually assaulting and beating Jim Hutton. Um, they having... Oh, no, we get the scene of them writing We Will Rock You. Oh, Yeah. See, I completely cut that out of my brain because, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it's so bad because, like, they're having a band meeting. They're there with their like wives and girlfriends or whatever. Freddie's not there. He's showing him showing up late. Apparently, he does this a lot because they this mention is, it or something. Yeah, this is the first time it's mentioned. And then Brian's like, "All right, fuck it. Everybody on the drum riser right now. I want to write a song where the audience can participate. Stomp, stomp, clap." Stomp, stomp, clap. Stomp, stomp, clap. You all know it, audience. Winks at camera. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't understand. And, like, he has the song written out. He already has it, like, written out. It's, like, they never show the making of the music or, like, uh, what inspires it. Or, like, like most, like, I don't know if, like, maybe, like, I don't know, they're just geniuses who write like that, or this is just how geniuses write, but that's not how I write music. I was in bands for, like, ten years, like, we would, like, band practices, you would sit there, you would, like, present riffs, or you would be just diddling around with a riff, and someone would say, that's cool, or I like that part, I like that part, or maybe we do this, or do this. That's not as anything of how it's shown. All the stuff is already pre-written. Yeah, there's no creative flow in this. There's no creative flow, and that's not how music is written. It's very superficial. Very superficial. And, like, I feel like a good example of a real-life thing of what Jason's talking about, uh, the Beatles, they're Let It... I think it's Let It Be. It's, like, one of their last albums where, like, they clearly, like... They didn't hate each other, but they would get into fights constantly. Yeah. But then once they get that creative juice flowing, they're like, oh, no, yeah, let's, yeah, we need to do this. We need, like, for Which the is, sake of yeah. music. like. Which is what made it, made their music so good, is they yeah. all had different perspectives on everything. And they all were, like, totally in, like, to make a great album. Exactly. And you don't get that feeling at all. It's like somebody who doesn't understand No, because, like, the, the next great. time they're... I don't know what happens after We'll Rock You. I, I'm just going to skip right to <laughs> Another One Bites the Dust. So like, I... Uh, we, I think we get a scene... 
about um, Paul wanting Freddy to go solo or something. This is also when we meet Mary's boyfriend. Oh, yeah. This is where Paul gives the the offer to Littlefinger. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever he's called. I think his name is John. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, well, like, Paul's like, he's like, you know, I think, like, Freddy's been complaining lately. I think he wants to go solo. He tells that to John. And when John presents the offer to him, he's like, he's like, well, Paul said that, you know, like, when Freddy freaks out about it, like, he tells, like, oh, yeah. Freddy's like, hey, you know, Paul told me this stuff. And Paul's like, I have no idea what you're talking this about. This is the first time I've heard any of this. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And it's... And then it's, he fires John. And then he fires John. He fires and John's John. like, he kicks hey, him out and threatens to kill him. You're firing. You're firing the wrong person here, dickwad. Bye. Yeah. Oh, we're losing Daisy too. Bye, Daisy. Good night. And like, it's really weird that this is, this is what they're doing, because like, like, I was telling Jason that like, the manager and them split like, like on good terms. Yeah. They just went their separate ways. It happens. It totally happens. Business In fact, business. they had two managers before this guy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... And and it's weird, because Freddie Mercury is very much like, oh, I will, I'm will. i never going to do that. We're a family. We're a family. But in the... Family. But in the next We're scene... We're the outcasts. When he's in the next scene... Family. With, when he's with the rest of the band, and they're like giving him shit for, why did you fire our band manager? He doesn't tell them. He told he wanted me to, he offered me four million dollars to go solo. He doesn't mention that to them. It makes no sense. If like if that was me and like like I'm sorry guys, like I know it's like it's all of a sudden, but like he wanted me to go solo, I told him we're a band. And then the rest of the bandmates would have been like, Okay, I completely get it. You did the right thing, I'm sorry yeah. for yelling at you. Or, but he doesn't he doesn't do that. That's not <laughs> Or probably more realistic, they'd have been like, Oh no, you should totally go solo. And you, and yeah, take some time to yeah. do your own stuff. Like people, like yeah, they do that all the time. Like like lead singers like go solo or like they do a solo thing on the same time that they're doing a thing with the band. Freaking Rob Halford of Judas Priest is in like six bands. I feel like every band I've ever known. There's I singers mean, like I mean, in like they six did that, right? Yeah, Queen legit did that. Like there's a whole scene where they're like chastising him for going wanting to go solo. And Brian May is giving it to him the hardest. He's like, how dare you? We're the, a family. The gall of you to break up this family. And all We're this, a band. All this, it. like, chest thumping. And it's like, dude, you went solo, like, same time. Dude, every single member of KISS has done at least two solo <laughs> albums. At least, even, even, like, Peter Chris. Like, no diss against him, but, like, every member has at least one solo album. <laughs> Like that is not such a big thing, and they. Uh, no. Watching this a second time, like I, f- I felt like it was, like watching the last Airbender movie, oh, where like oh. you know the story is great, and then you get the last Airbender movie. Yeah, yeah. like like here's a good story that we've like, seen. Like there's so before. many cool stories that you could pull from Queen. Yeah. Like there's a picture of like I I don't I think it's a real picture I don't remember. There's some people questioning it, where it's like Freddie Mercury and Michael Jackson hanging out. Yeah, because they they tried to do a song together and it just they clashed so much and it didn't happen. Yeah, and like somebody released that song like I don't know like one or two years ago and like like an edit of it. Yeah, and I was like it's pretty great. Or the Princess Diana thing. Say that. Or, yeah, like there's in the very first scene of the movie, like it's showing them setting up for the, the live, live aid. aid. You get like camera yeah. footage of Princess 
uh, Princess Di and like her family like there's even a in. David Bowie reference too yeah but like in real life um like oh, Princess God, Di and Diana and Freddie Mercury were like besties he would sneak her out to clubs <sighs> dressed in drag so that they could dance and have fun that sounds like a much better story I would love to see that movie I would have also loved to see this I cause I was convinced that when they got into the 80s and they were doing Under Pressure that they were going to do the story of them writing Under Pressure with David Bowie yeah. because apparently there's a great story about how yeah. they fought about that song too yeah, yeah. that's but how they, great songs are made it is mm-hmm. it's not it's not a bunch of dudes in a barn going oh play this solo a little more rock and roll oh yeah I could do that yeah let's do that this is fun nope. guys we are collaborating I'm, I'm telling you that's why the Beatles were so great is because Paul and John hated the shit out of each other <laughs> and because they had such different styles it yeah. worked so well when they actually got those creative juices flowing mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't make any sense and um, so so like I think they're in, at some point they go back in the studio. Oh, you know what? And they, yeah. Oh yeah. After they fire the manager, he fires the manager. Um, doesn't explain why he did it, even though it completely vindicates him. Everyone's fighting. That's when they're. That's when like they're having a huge fight, getting in, in each other's faces. This pissed me off so much as a musician yeah. who's been in bands before that fight all the time. The bass player starts playing under pressure, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's a cool riff. I'm gonna stop fighting. Yeah. Let's start writing this song." It's not how it works. So, and then they... Perf- music doesn't... That's not how it works in music. No, they play the song and we get, like, a really weird CD montage of him going into some, like, fetish club. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. a game montage. <laughs> and it was like, what are they trying to say? Like, Oh, you know what? It wasn't Under Pressure, it was Another One Bites the Dust. No, no, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. Another One Bites the Dust. <laughs> and it's like, okay, we're playing Another One Bites the oh, Dust. Even better. Over this montage. Montage of like people in like gym suits and whatever at a gate club while another shot of a greatest hits album floats into screen too, which <laughs> makes no sense. Oh my god. Oh. They could have yeah. why literally done I mean, They could have taken else. a blank record, just put Queen on it or something. And that's it, yeah. It anything makes else. zero sense. But hey, we uh jump into the press conference after that in nineteen eighty two. Oh my gosh, that scene is nauseating. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. So many cuts. So many So many cuts, cuts. Well, and no, like literally that, that every journalist. What, the flash? Or the, the weird, the like. The weird, like, on drugs. Oh, and it didn't like make sense because it was what? inconsistent. Because it wasn't. Because usually it's like, you know, a character's perspective where they're disoriented, mm-hmm. you're emulating that. So it's like all the reporters should have been like that in his face, but then it would go like normal shots mm-hmm. of like the reporter. But why? Yeah. And from different angles, too. And from different angles. Like, that lady that talks at the end of that interview, like, we get so many shots of her, like, head-on with the weird effect, and Mm -hmm. her face is getting all warped. And then we get a shot of her from, like, the angle kind of far away. So you're like, is that her, or is this a new person now? And then we get more of her close-ups. And it's like, it was so disorienting. So disorienting. Asking about his sexuality and all all these questions to Freddie, and she's like, one reporter is like, your fans really want to talk about what is what's going on with your sexuality. So monotone, and they use that like that second clip of her saying your sexuality like five times in that montage. Yeah, and I'm 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 willing I'm willing to put money down on that. This entire interview was made up of like a bunch of clips of his various interviews. Yeah. Throughout time. It has oh. to be. That's the only thing that makes yeah. sense. Oh yeah. Because it's like this is like a choreographed attack. 
against mm-hmm. him, yeah, which I'm sure didn't happen that way. No. Even the rest of the band is like, and it why feels are we like, here? yeah, they're trying to be like, oh well, we were like, we try to get it back on track. It's like, oh, why aren't we talking about music? And then they just hit silently as these reporters attack Freddie mercilessly. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we jump to the "I Want to Break Free" music video. Mm. Fun music video. Very fun music video. Great yeah. song too. Which I guess MTV didn't want. I didn't even know that part, but apparently it's a thing because, like, like, hey, MTV doesn't want to play our music video, and Freddie's like mad as shit about that, which I but, probably would be too. Yeah, and he's like, that wasn't even even my idea, and they're giving me shit for that. Yeah, but still, nothing comes of it. Nope. Like, there's no consequences because we go to the set, and he's just sitting like looking upset. Yeah. For something, and he like throws a line, like a throwaway line, where like we're never touring in America again, because and like Brian makes like a thing, like you know they're they're Puritans, like in in like in public, but like in private they're perverts, and they're like, oh, is this gonna be a thing where they're like gonna fight with? Them? Nope, nope, doesn't lead anywhere. Doesn't lead anywhere. Another scene with another little conflict that never goes anywhere. Never goes anywhere, never gets resolved, and has no purpose to it all just to fill in for this two-hour movie that doesn't need to be two hours. Does he start trying to find uh, Jim Hutton? No, I think this is when he starts bringing up that he wants to take a break from touring. Oh, wait, no, because that's... Um... Oh, does he? Oh, wait, no, no. Yeah, he does because start I, I took up. note of this, where he's like, he's, he's in the phone book, yeah, that's and he's right. looking for him. He's in the bathroom in the I am book. getting there, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you are telling the okay. punchline before the setup. <laughs> I am sorry. <laughs> what are you, the unnamed editor of this movie? Yes. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's going through it, and it's like, it's, an, it's the first time they're doing visual storytelling, where it's like, oh, Jim Hutton. 60 billion Jim Huttons. It's the John Smith of England, apparently. And then it's like, it establishes that he's hiding in a bathroom, and he takes the phone book and puts it underneath another book. It's like, you didn't mark it or anything. Who would care? It's a phone book. It's not like you're looking at pornography or something. Like some kind of magazine. Yeah. I don't know. Like secret love letters or something. It was just so weird. So weird. And yeah, so... I think at this point, this is where Freddy decides to go solo? Yeah, this is when, at some point, I think it's in the same scene where he's yelling about MTV that he tells the band, it's like, I'm sick of this cycle, the right album tour, right album tour, and he's yeah. like, that's what bands do, you know? But he's like, I want to break, I want to do my own thing. Also, that $4 million deal, which I was so insulted when someone presented it to me earlier in this movie, I took it. I just <laughs> took it off camera. Yeah. I just totally took it off camera, even though we established yeah, that I hated how, when it was presented to me in the first place. Yeah, and fired a whole guy for it. Fired our band, guy. a whole <laughs> band manager. That is, those guys are not easy to find. Good ones are not easy to find. Yeah. Band managers, especially, especially people, <laughs> especially ones who won't screw you over like they did with NSYNC. That's a whole other story. <laughs> but like, I I fired a guy when he presented this four million dollar deal to me. But I took it off camera. I took this deal off camera. And it would have made sense for, like, Paul to be the one to convince him to do it. Yeah. Because he's the snake. He's, like, the treacherous character. This is, like, the point of the movie where they're playing up Paul's, like, villainous nature. And they don't really... He's just in the room. Like, he's in the room, but, like, the way of them making him do it is he's a little more gay. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we're associating gay with bad. Yeah. Entire time. Wow. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, he's like going around like dissing every single member of the band. He's like, 
Brian, no one gives a shit that you're an astrophysicist or whatever, right? Roger, you would have been a fucking dentist if I hadn't met you. Or, Roger, you, like, if you, if I hadn't met you, you would still be playing 12A time in a fucking bar somewhere. (laughs) Which, to me, the musician was like, 12A time is really fucking hard to play. That's not a, that's not a diss. I would be proud of that. I can barely do 3-4 for God's sake. I did like that he had nothing to say to Deacon, because he's such a non-character. He's such a non-character. The bassist, he's like, like, he looks at him, he's like, I got nothing. He's like, (laughs) I study electrical engineering. Well, good for fucking you. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, and this is the whole thing, like, we already talked about it earlier, where he's like, I'm going solo, and, like, Brian's, like, giving him the most shit about it. It's like, oh, you shouldn't do that. You're breaking up the family, even though in real life Brian went solo as well. But whatever. That's, That's what this scene is. And they're like, you're going to regret this, Freddy. You're going to regret doing this. Oh, boy, does he regret it. Oh, boy, does he regret it. Like, I... The next two scenes are blank. I stopped taking notes. Cause I, I was just oh, yeah, because it's, it's not just an album he's recording um, solo. He's recording two back-to-back. Yeah, and that's probably part of his deal. Which we don't see. Like, we that's see a good half deal, a by second the way. Up. That's a great deal. <laughs> for $4 million it's like, for hey, $4 million. Dollars. Yeah. But I think, like, the implication was that he was, like, stretching himself too thin. Yeah, but like, we get a scene of him... To show for that, no. nothing. Like we, we see... get a scene of him in the studio with musicians who aren't Queen and they suck because they're t- playing exactly what he tells them to, which is what studio musicians do. They're great. Studio musicians are the best guys. And then we get another scene of Paul being a villain and screaming his calls. It doesn't make sense that they suck because they're doing what he's telling them to do because that's literally what the movie yeah. established what he did with Queen. Yeah. Like we like this the whole scene of him like earlier when they're writing Bohemian Rhapsody. He's telling like. Hey, Roger, sing that Galileo exactly the way I tell you. Like, hey, Brian, play that solo the way I want you to play it. A competent filmmaker would have had a scene where he's like, he's like trying to figure out how to make it good, but he can't figure it out. Yeah. And, and one of the other band members like would have said something. Said something yeah. No, but that's not that's not what happens. And even then, studio musicians, that's what they do too. They they're so trained at what they do that like even if you they like play it as you write, if you tell them like. They'll play it differently. They'll play it to your needs. Dude, That's what they're yeah. hired to do. There are documentaries about like jazz studio musicians it's that insane. are like they are insanely like talented. Like, and like it's yeah. it's like this uh, uh it's like a rhythm section or I don't know, it's like a guitarist, a bassist, like it's this little ensemble. But like they they played with everyone yeah. that was big in jazz. Because they were and I think even like the, those musicians consider them better than them because yeah. like, they're so versatile and just on it. Yeah, exactly. And there's like I've like heard stories of like a drummer who would like start a drum fill in one take, finish it in a second take, and do finish it off in a third take. Like that's what studio musicians do. They're fantastic. Yeah. But whatever. This is also where we get a scene, the infamous "Oh, this character is gonna die" scene of Freddie coughing blood into a napkin. Paint by numbers, biopic. Paint by numbers, which that's a sign of tuberculosis, not AIDS, guys. Okay? Like, I have Allegedly. no medical degree. <laughs> Allegedly. I have no idea. You know, so. it's not a sign of AIDS. I can tell you that for sure. <laughs> like, all I could think of is that he got so... Like, his immune system got so weak that he yeah. somehow got tuberculosis. Like, but it's not established. It's yeah. not talked about. And it's never then, talked about. To it. show this movie in China, you would need to cut, like, five seconds of the movie. No. That's how lit, or like I'm just trying to think of all the moments where there's something that's overtly gay. Like there's there's nothing. Like you don't get any sense of his sexuality. Like or the fact that he's being promiscuous or that he's living dangerously oh God, with drugs. Because the only time we see drugs in this movie is when Mary visits 
and she's looking around the studio, and then it's like a shot of drugs on a table. And he's like, oh, oh yeah. sometimes, you know, human beings need, like, anesthesia to survive the tortures of being humans. Never doing drugs. And Never brought up She says, oh, you're, you're burning the candle at both ends. It's like, and they show the room, but it's like, but how? How are you establishing this? How? The room's not even, like, messy. Yeah. Like, there's cups everywhere, but it's like, okay, a party happened, but that doesn't mean he's working his butt off to make an album. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. And, like, the way that the movie is cut, the scenes, the, the scene, there's a scene later where he goes to the doctor and finds out he has AIDS. That should have been here. Yeah. Like, immediately, like, if I cough blood into a napkin, oh, shit, I'm going to the doctor right now. That's not Yeah, you're good. going to yeah. be a, <laughs> urgent of, like, care right now. <laughs> right now. This is bad. Let's yeah. find out what the fuck this is. That's not what happens. We get, like, 20 minutes before he even goes to the doctor. No, Like, yeah. I was convinced, like, so many times throughout this part, like, oh, he knows he I has I thought AIDS. we had already seen that scene. And maybe, yeah. like, we just missed it or something. But, yeah. like, um, it's... And it's so weird because, like, when Mary... Like, Mary shows up and he's, like, like huddled on his couch shivering. Yeah. And this, and she says, oh, you're burning the candle at both ends. It's like, what? Like, are you, you or are you just this? dying you know of AIDS? Like, it would make more sense if he was asleep at his piano. Yeah. Any idiot could have made that, like, yeah. realization. Like, oh, like, if you fall asleep at the station where you work... Yeah. You're, what you're overworking your head, yourself. you're overworking yourself. Yeah. But no, it's it's just all verbal, like... No. Exp- it's, it's all expository dialogue. Yeah. And then we have another little conflict of her saying, um... Oh, oh, uh, Freddy's asking her to stay with him. Oh, and yeah. And then he'll get better and stuff. And she's all like, I'm pregnant. And then he's all like, how, how could you? How could you? Yeah, because, like, we had established earlier that, like, Paul is screening Freddy's calls. And, like, like the band wants to talk to you about doing this live aid thing. And, the, and Fred, Paul's like, nah, he doesn't want to do it. Or, like, Mary calls, like, hey, is Freddy all right? Oh, yeah, he's fine. I'm taking care of him. Like, make, well, can you tell him I called? Oh, yeah, I'll tell him I tell him you called. And she... And then, like, eventually Mary just shows up at the house, because, you know, to, to just check up on him, and that's where we get that scene. The worst part about the whole thing is she literally lives next door. Oh, yeah, that's true. She I forgot She literally about that. lives... Yeah, I was so confused. Less than, like, ten feet away from where he is. Because he promised earlier in the movie he would always take care of her. She doesn't visit. She calls... Yeah, that's true. And then when she leaves, when they have their dramatic, like, like breakup, fight, she drives off in a taxi. Which was convenient. Like, was the taxi just sitting there the whole time? Did she tell the taxi driver, like, hey, stay here. We're going to fight, and I'm just going to leave instead of, like... I don't understand, like, what her plan was and why yeah. she needed a taxi to go next door. That makes no sense. Because <laughs> really at, at no first sense. I thought that it was, like, another party or, like, another, like another place. House, yeah. But in a later scene, he's back at that house. It's his mansion. Damn. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Mary comes and is like, um, what the hell dream. are you doing, Freddy? I had a dream or something. I did not write any other dialogue. I just no, it was, something like, about... the dream was super, like, it's what you write when you don't know what you're going to write, so you have, like, a little filler until you can come up with something more clever. But you don't. But you don't. <laughs> you just leave it in. Something about, like, oh, Freddy doesn't know how to be loved and Paul doesn't love you or something. I don't know, but... Sure, I sure. guess that's a conflict. But he stands out in the rain way too long and breaks up with Paul, and yeah. he's like, <laughs> he's and, like, tells it's, Paul, it's like, so get stupid. the fuck out of here. It's so stupid, because it's like, Paul's like, I have photos, the I have world's gonna know. And then, like, Freddy calls him a fruit fly, 
Like, it was, a, it was a nice little, like, pat on the back, like, writing moment where it's, like, he's, like, saying that he's gone bad because he's attracting trashy people like him, and he wants him out, and then Paul's like, I, I didn't mean it, I'm not gonna do anything I'm not gonna do photos. anything, I promise, Immediately the next scene is him on an interview talking trash about Freddy. Yep. Like, alright, that's great. Yeah, it's like, what's the point? What's, what's the point of any of this? Yeah. Really? He meets back up with the band again. This is his him groveling back to the band. Literally, like, groveling. Hurrying, like, well, Paul, why didn't you tell me about this Live Aid thing? Apparently this Live Aid thing is the crux of our relationship as a band that I'm not even, I'm not even, con- like, sure that they, like, actually broke up in real life like this. I'm sure it didn't happen. Hold on, I found the spider again. <laughs> okay, I told you that time. <laughs> I don't think they broke up, but they... I'm sure they took breaks. I'm sure they took a hiatus, which, like, when they were having that first scene where they were like, I just need a break, I would be like, that's what bands do. They go yeah. on a hiatus. System of Down went on like, hiatus for, like, 12 years. they're never broken up, right? Technically, they never broke up. They just took a break. Like, that just, that happens sometimes. Like, you get burnt out. It's, it is a cycle that you go through as yeah. a band, especially a big one like that. And it's weird because you don't ever, you don't see them in their lives, like... Like, you would think it's, like, you. it would be a thing where Freddy's going to visit, like, a more competent biopic would do a thing where, like, Freddy's going to meet them, like, individually or something. Yeah. And, no, and make amends. Like, uh, what's that movie? The, uh, uh, was it Popstar? Or... Oh, I love Popstar. Yeah. Is it that one? Yeah, like, that has that scene where he's, like, reuniting with the band in, oh, like, yeah. a barn or something. Oh, yes, that's great. <laughs> but, like, like, even a parody of a biopic knows how to handle that kind of a moment and this one it's like instead they're making him like basically grovel at a, and talk about how he's dying which like ugh. so like he meets with the band they show up late on purpose because mm-hmm. it's established that Freddie always shows up late to rehearsal the jokey joke yeah haha very funny Freddie apologizes to the band and like I was so convinced that he knew he had AIDS at this scene, which makes me think that maybe they just splice the scenes out of order. I think that's what happened. That's probably what happened because like I really do think that's what because like the way that he had the meeting with the band is that he called like the lawyer that he the band manager that he had fired. Like every single line of his is like I'm going to die soon. Yeah. I'm going to die soon. And like so he we tells need to do this. We're gonna regret it if we don't do this because I'm going to die soon. Like he doesn't say he's we going need to, to die do soon, the so. live AIDS concert. <laughs> like yeah. he tells the lawyer, like, like, and the lawyer is like, because like they have the band meeting, they give him shit or whatever. Like they're like, Freddie, step outside. We need to talk like amongst ourselves for a bit. The lawyer comes out, talks to Freddie, is like, just give him time. They'll be fine. And Freddie's like, says the line word for word. What if I don't have time? But like at that like. A scene where he finds out he has AIDS happens after this scene. Yeah. This one best editing, guys. Best editing. I don't get it. Mm-mm. And and oh. like like I, I was telling Jason that like that uh, Mary uh, I forget her last name. And um, I just call her Mary. Mary like she was his best friend through life. Mm-hmm. Like she was with him when he went to get tested. Like the song "You're My Best Friend" is written about her. Yeah. Like she was she. She found out from the doctor that he had AIDS before he knew. Yeah. So it's so weird for them to create this tension and to, like, make it the central thing of the movie when it's, like, literally the opposite. It's such the opposite. Such the opposite. She was probably the only constant in his life besides the band. <laughs> yeah. Like, they, like, not to go back to Ed Wood, but that movie, <laughs> it's a biopic of Ed Wood, but it's about his friendship and relationship with 
um, Bella Lugosi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, totally. Yeah. Like they embellish stuff, but the core of the movie is their friendship, yeah. which like they had. And like, even though in real life he kind of took advantage of Bella Lugosi, like it's still like the movie paints it very like loving. Yeah. And like a symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. But not no this, not in this can't movie. this can't be bothered to portray like human relationships. It can't. It really can't. It's almost as if the director got fired halfway through the movie, <laughs> and they just had to cobble something together. And yeah. apparently, the audiences loved it, and it got Oscars. They they took the template for biopics and just shoved it into the machine. Uh, I I'm. Uh, I'll talk about that later. And, like, I, I honestly don't know what happened. I think... So they, they agreed to do the Live Aid concert. Which, apparently, like, the lawyer's like, all the slots are filled. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, and then immediately was like, nah, I called a guy. We've got to fit in. we got the slot, guys. And, and when they go to... Is it rehearsal, like, the next scene? Um, I think something happens, but I don't really remember. No. When he goes to his parents? He watches a newsreel about AIDS. Like that's oh, on the TV. okay, he watches the newsreel, he gets tested, finds out he has AIDS. Which is a horribly out-of-place scene. Horribly out-of-place, because I... Th- and then he goes to the band practice in the church. Yeah, oh, he goes yeah. to the band practice in a church, like, and he's, like, still groveling. He's and, basically yeah. apologizing for breaking up the band, and then he's, like, paying the price for it by having AIDS. And having trouble with his vocals, which... And, yeah. I'm... St- I don't think that actually happened because, like, no. thinking back to when he actually like found out he had AIDS was like right before they recorded their final album. Yeah. And the story has always been like you hear the song like the show must go on. They talk about how like the song is about Freddie, like thinking like, well, this is gonna be my last song, but the show must go on, and like how like his vocals were so amazing in that song you listen to it it's insane how great his vocals and his range in that one song and for them to play it like oh no Freddie's having trouble with his vocals because they haven't practiced together as a band in like five years yeah that's that makes zero sense no sense especially if he's like it's one thing to be like well since I haven't been playing with the band I haven't been singing or whatever like it would make more sense vocals. if he was forgetting his lyrics than for him to have a bad voice exactly because yeah. like that's the that's He's known for that, and especially because like it's not like he's not singing; he's just doing solo stuff. Yeah. He's still working his vocal cords. You don't lose that. Yeah. You don't lose he's that. He's still singing. You, he's still Those singing. Solo. Yeah. It's the AIDS. It's the AIDS. It's he caught blood, guys. Yeah. And this it's is when like tells it's them. such an insulting scene because it's like not only is it him like like groveling to the band for doing something that never actually happened, but like. And admitting that he has AIDS, something that also did not happen at this point. Yeah, to but like they place it later. in a church. Ooh, yeah. And like the way it's framed, it's just like like the stained glasses behind him. It's just like, what are you doing? Ugh. And it's so weird too for him to like in that scene where he's telling telling them like, don't cry about the fact that I have AIDS. I don't want to be a poster child for AIDS or whatever. Like. That's, oh my gosh! That I seems forgot. yeah. This seems really like you out of place. At the very end, where they're showing like like oh when he died of AIDS, and then yeah. the next one was like Queen and Jim Beach established like a, a, a fund, Freddie Mercury fun fun for AIDS research. He literally became the it's, poster child. It seems so insulting for like this movie to have 
like Freddie Mercury, like stay here, like stand there and say, I don't want to be a poster child for AIDS, even though he was, he clearly was like, it was such a pivotal moment. Like him and I, I, I can't, I remember, Uh, I can't forget. Hudson, I think, was one of them. I think there was like a rapper. I think I forget his name off the top of my head. I'm not a big rap guy, but like I remember, like Freddie Mercury and that guy were like big turning points where AIDS became like a thing that happened to the bad people in society. To be like, oh shit, this happens to people who make music I like. Oh, like yeah, Freddie Mercury yeah. and like that rapper guy were like, oh shit, this happens to good people too. Mm-hmm. And then like society like started to change like, like view on what AIDS was and what it did be like maybe we should do something about this instead of you know President Reagan saying haha I don't want to talk about this shit fuck that guy yeah but like for like to have Freddie be in this movie and say I don't want to be a poster child for AIDS seemed really insulting it, yeah yeah especially since the movie keeps presenting him as a villain it makes it feel like this is his punishment yeah, yeah. no Which that's is, what it is as he's in a church it's saying this. like like we were saying earlier where it's the thing where he's like oh no this is my destiny nothing's gonna stop me that him being in a church is the movie saying no god is telling you that like no like you're you're getting too big for your own britches like you Ugh. need to be stopped do you think that's here's the subtext here's aids oh. here's aids Oh, do you think Brian Singer hates the fact that he's gay and that's what this movie's trying it to say? Really like it really feels like that. It really feels like he really, hates really being gay. It really, really feels like that. Like, I, I, I don't want to out anybody, but I know one person who I've, like, who, like, is gay but hates that he's gay, and, like, that's such a weird dichotomy to me to it's, feel like. Yeah. Is that a thing in the gay community? Like, no, it's it's internalized homophobia, and, yeah, that is something that a lot of people mm-hmm. go through, and it's, it's a very complex psychological thing that yeah. happens to come out that way. Uh-huh. But I don't. I honestly, I can't. Brian Singer. Yeah. He's a mess. He is a mess. I mean, like, let's not forget that. Like, you know, he touches people who are like, underage. It's so weird that like nothing came out from Ian McKellen because yeah. like Brian Singer and people that he collaborates with end up also having a lot of dirt on them. Yeah, I remember Ellen Page talking about it. Um. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh. House of Cards guy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, Kevin Spacey. Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Yeah. Like he he was he collaborated with Brian Singer with mm-hmm. Usual Suspects. Yeah. And there's some other actors. So it's just like for me, it's like okay, like Ian McKellen has been in like four of his movies, including one where he played an old Nazi. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm amazed that he survived Brian Singer without yeah without incident. stories or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I honestly don't know what his what Brian Singer's story is, or like Actually, what, what influence it, he had two, in this. I know two gay people like that. I don't think about it. <laughs> wow. Oh um, man. So yeah, whatever. He has a. And he's having trouble would, with his voice. But nothing like comes of that really, because I think he does. He find Jim Hutton after this, or um, before? No, because we get the jump to day of night or uh, 1985 day of live oh my god this all happened on that day it all happened on one day oh wow so day of live aid he finds the actual jim he finds jim hutton who immediately goes with him to meet his parents yeah no he tells them do you want to have tea with me and that turns out to be tea with his whole family like hey let me come out to my family in front of you the guy that i flirted with at a party once oh my gosh (laughs) that's a lot of pressure seriously yeah like, i didn't meet daisy's family till like we had been like seeing each other for like a month i can't imagine that kind you of you guys pressure. are straight and we're straight exactly <laughs> that's no. that's a lot of pressure and like but everyone's like i don't know people are cool with it 
And then, like, his... And also, the same day, that's when his dad's like, Son, I accept you now. Because you're doing a concert for charity and not taking any money from it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, oh, I mean, that is a true fact, but it's yeah, played but so, like, such a throwaway line. It's so, it's so weird. And it's weird, too, because, like, thinking back on it, like, 30 years after, like, starvation is still a problem in Africa. It didn't fix anything. No. I mean, I get this. I appreciate the sentiment. It's a great fucking concert. It really is, but it didn't well, fix everything like I think it, it was. No, it didn't, but I think, like, I, I was actually reading an article about it where, like, the concert sort of, like, it gave, like, a morale boost to it. It, it did, yeah. Which is fine. Because, um, like, it gave, like, a face to, like, the, a movement. Yeah. Um, but, but, like, the way the movie portrays it is so bad. Yeah. And the movie, it, it, it it's, it's like, oh, well, we don't have a conflict. We need a conflict. No one's donating money. Oh, no, what's going... Then Somehow Queen goes on stage, and all of a sudden, I'm everybody's look up the donating money. Real quick. It's a fucking insane lineup. And there was, like, four days of it, too. It's, in, it's crazy. So, like, I was actually reading, uh, they lied about that, too, about, like, when Clean or, not lied, but they stretched the truth. Like, because, they don't uh, Just the thing, you gotta make a story interesting. Apparently, this movie took a lot of liberties, though. Yeah. Let me, uh, Like, I can appreciate, like, I know going go. into a biopic that, like, they're gonna change things to make a movie interesting, but this movie, like, goes out of its way to make its, like, protagonists bad-looking people. Yeah. And so, come up so with their own Queen, conflicts. they performed after U2 and Dire Straits, and before David Bowie, and The Who, and Elton John. Oof. Like, yeah, it's Queen, but, like, they're still, like, it's on the same level as yeah. the rest of them. Now, like, at that point, Queen had been around a long time. It's not yeah. like they're this big new band on the scene. It's not like, oh, I'm going to suddenly then, donate because Queen is on stage. And then near the end of it, it's Paul McCartney with David Bowie, uh, Pete Town, Townsend, and mm-hmm. some other people playing Let It Be. Ooh. Oh. Oh. So, and, like, okay, so I was reading this, like, in this that's movie great. they portrayed that, like, oh, no, nobody's donating money. Donating money. Somehow this concert that's worldwide being broadcast from six different satellites or 12, 13, 13, 13 satellites the, the, the Olympics only the had two. The Olympics only had two. Three. Guys. Oh, three. three. I'm sorry, three. Somehow nobody is donating money. That's, that's bullshit. Which, <laughs> the real story, money was trickling in, but money jumped up to like 300 pounds by the second when one of the hosts said, like, drop the F-bomb on the air, so like, like, effing donate money, like, yeah. like, like, what are you doing? Like, you can do that. Like, yeah. they kind of did it in the in the movie where that one like host was saying like donate money like if you don't have money like give it to whatever right um like they could have this was a pg-13 movie they could have had the f-bomb there they totally could have because that would have been historically accurate that would have made when, when he did sense. that that's when money started pouring in mm. no it had to be queen that did it because you know they had to get permission from brian may and roger daltrey or yeah. whatever his last name is i'm sorry and <laughs> not roger daltrey <laughs> <laughs> it's not daltrey <laughs> roger and um john to and do this movie and like and then we end on a live aid concert of queen which like it's it's great because but i've seen it i could just watch the original and yeah. it's much better but it's just well because you're not cutting to mary like going he's he's done something he's done something he's resolved some I've sort of conflict i something and then hutton's there jim hutton's there and some he's resolved some sort of conflict that we 
Which conflict? I don't know. We haven't established. And eh, there's his two dad's watching, and he's like, "Yes, I approve of this." Yes, and the, his mom just does a quick look, <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, it's so. I don't understand. And like, I think someone says to Mary, like at this point, they still say, "Oh, the audience is loving this," or some, something along those lines. It's just like, why? It's it's so weird. <laughs> like I remember, like one of the first things to come out of this movie was like, like shots of like them shooting the live aid stuff like getting like extras oh. to do like the scenes and stuff in there and just him whatever and like it's clearly just like a cg crowd that was a huge audience at that like a hundred thousand people or whatever that's like yeah. so clearly they just did like i don't know 50 people and just cgi copied them because oh like gosh. there's a scene where like they're doing um I forget which song, maybe Radio Gaga or whatever. Something yeah, where they like Radio Gaga. they do clapping and it's perfectly in it was sync. Like, Radio Gaga. Yeah. Radio Gaga. Like it's perfectly in sync. That is nowhere Everyone near. Is, and it's funny what because happens. they ruined the illusion. They cut to a bar, and the bar is like twenty people. And they're out of sync. Not a single person is clapping. Yes, yeah, it, it happens. Like sound travels, like differently like through like a crowd like that and like people's claps are never on time like either they did like, show the wave a little though they the did show the wave a wave. little bit but that's an easier effect to do than just like having everybody perfectly a hundred thousand people perfectly clapping yeah. together like that bugged me a little bit because i'm like that's yeah, not how that happens <laughs> like if you've ever been to a show where the like the, the people on stage are like everybody clap and like everybody's out of sync either you get people who have no rhythm or just like sound travels differently that just happens <laughs> like oh that's clearly a cg crowd i just yeah and we just end on the no and then like it's ending on this big triumphant moment it goes to a slow-mo shot of the band like on top of the world we also get a shot of mike myers just sitting there like grumpy like Ugh, still, i said still no in his in the same chair studio, yeah his, that uh, had office. to be shot all at once so that they could get him in that same they actually, actually had mike myers for one day <laughs> you should look go back to it and look at the window behind him see if it's broken because uh-huh. a part of me feels like they took like a moment from that and might have used it huh. uh, or see if like maybe well, because the, the lighting was really different i would say they might have changed the light but but yeah right but yeah, it's it's stupid. And and like this is a span of um when was the Live Aid concert? 80... 85, I think. 85. They recorded Bohemian Rhapsody in the 70s? Yes. I believe. So, so. at least 15 years have passed. Yeah. Nobody, nobody looks like aged a day. Day. <laughs> Nobody. The only person who changes is like Freddie Mercury, but that's just cuz they change his look. This movie like, he has a mustache opened in the 80s on the Live Aid concerts. And then like if they really want to do the AIDS thing because like that was later and like I don't know, it just doesn't make sense to include the AIDS thing here. It really doesn't make sense. Cuz like it's historically inaccurate and it doesn't add anything constructive. Yeah. It's it's weird. It's so weird. And just like, they, this, this huge triumphant moment, they play this whole show. They do like, they do like maybe three songs, and but they're like cut in half for time or whatever. But like, the crowd's there. It's a, clearly like a perfect like recreation of Live Aid, which if you oh, want. Oh, people are donating now. People yeah. are donating like crazy. Mike Myers is grumpy because he said no to Queen. Mm-hmm. And then like, the show is over. They go onto the stage and do the thing bands do where they jump together and go, ha! And then, boom. Movie's over, you get the thing. Freddie Mercury died in 1991 of AIDS. Of AIDS. He became a poster child of AIDS, which yeah. apparently this movie doesn't want you to think is a good thing. 
and yeah, it's it's I don't. We get a like, which I don't know. We we get a like a vocals only recording of "Don't Stop Me Now," which I'm like part of me is just convinced that somebody saw that Tumblr post someone did like six years ago, someone isolating Freddie Mercury's vocals, and I'm like, look how great Freddie's vocals are. Oh yeah. That's like I'm convinced mm-hmm. that's what that like that's the only reason. Well, they they have the rights to his music, so you know. Like, there's it's so weird too because like it's clearly Freddie's vocals. Like I'm, I'm trying so hard for the no, whole movie they, to figure um, out where if they Ronnie didn't. Malik sang at all. They and didn't. I don't think he did at all. No, he. I think he said in an interview that they used Freddie's vocals. Yeah. For everything, which like there no there is a guy too that sang. He did the he did the singing for um, for some parts for the concerts. It was all Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, oh yeah, 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 the concerts. But the every anything else is actually. Oh yeah, I don't know if they would have recorded him singing "Happy Birthday." <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like that oh, makes yeah, sense. It was also scene. not. Um, <laughs> I've completely what's his name? Remy, Remy, Remy Malik. Remy yeah. Malik. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not him. It's, it's great, Mr. Robot. I don't know what's yeah. going on here. I mean, nothing against this, him. Like, this, I, well, I wouldn't played, want to sing. Freddy I feel Mercury's like he played the character he was given to play for this movie really well. Like, I could see him as being a good actor in this movie. It's just won an Oscar for it. He wasn't like <laughs> he wasn't Freddy. No. It was but like I feel a like really that's terrible the, version of Freddy. Yeah. This is like a it was like Freddy. outside of the, uh, like in LA, the, the, or Hollywood, the Chinese theater where there's people in costumes. It's like like somebody who's a Jack Sparrow where they're just doing the one impression, <laughs> but a Freddie Mercury. <laughs> yeah. This movie made 900 and almost $904 million worldwide. Oh. I'm just so annoyed that everybody loves this movie so much. I don't get it. Like, well, I mean, the the more every time I see that a live action Disney movie has made like a billion dollars, I'm like, all oh, right, I'm whatever. Or whatever I see Trump tweet something, I lose slightly lose my hope in more humanity more than I have before. So I'm just pretty jaded at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just. I don't know. Like, I don't judge people for liking things, but this is, like, the one exception, I guess, movie-wise. Because it's, like, I don't... It's a toxic movie. Yeah. And it's also not, like, fun or any... There's nothing to glean from it. There's... Like, uh, yeah. like even, like, terrible, like, garbage, like, um... Uh, what's that Barnum and Bailey one with... That musical. Oh, Greatest Showman. Greatest Showman. Like, it's to inspire, like, dumb people to feel good about themselves. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. What, what do you, what do dumb people feel about this? <laughs> Not to, like, call people dumb, but it's just, like, what do... Like, the general public is... What do people who don't think about movies as much as I do, like, it's just, pull from this? I'm, I, th- I'm, it's probably just people saying, like, people so happy that they did recreations of Queen in concert. That, because they never... Be, it yeah. must be that. I, it I'm must convinced be. it's just Because it does end on, like, a 20-minute, like, yeah. concert. It's just... It's probably people like me who are, like... Like, I'm a huge Queen fan, but, like, I'm clearly, like, was born in the wrong era. I never got to see them live. <laughs> this is the closest I will ever get. Therefore, this movie is great. Because there's, like, six montages... Or, like, 12 montages of them just performing in this movie. Like, yeah. I could... But here's the problem with that. 
when I'm like being a super fan of someone, I'm gonna go on YouTube till like three a.m. Yeah, and just watch my own montages for free at home yeah. with like my sound system, having a little personal experience. So it's like even I do that then, all the time. Yeah, all the time. I was like, I was on a Hendrix like kick, so I downloaded or or I uh, watched the Monterey Pop Festival. Oh, so so great. Yeah. <laughs> And his Woodstock performance is great too. That just whole set list is great. Santana's set list at Woodstock is great too. <laughs> I forget like so how it's long like, he's what's been the around. point? Like I just I don't know. Like there's no point in it's, this movie. Like because like I briefly while we were watching this movie because I'm like just sitting there like this movie's terrible. Why does it have an eight out of ten or like like just I looked at their user reviews and so many people say the same sentiment which is like I don't get why the critics hated this or the critics are wrong. The critics are wrong, guys. The critics are wrong. Which, like, certain things, I will debate you on that. Like, critics hated Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I fucking love that <laughs> yeah. movie. And it's, but, like, this movie, I don't get it. I really don't get it. The, and it's, it's weird, like, that dichotomy. Because, like, Godzilla is a niche thing. It makes yeah. sense for critics to hate it. Because critics watch everything. They're not part of that niche group. It's so funny, too, because I watched a video of like, somebody talking about Godzilla in 1985. And Leonard Maltin gave it a shitty review because it wasn't funny. And like, okay, oh, man. like I yeah. get, I get the whole like, critics don't like it, but I do. This movie was made for me thing, but why with this movie? This movie, why? Right? It's like, why is this the hill you want to die? Why on? is this the hill like, you're gonna and, die on? And I don't know. And it's get this movie Academy Awards. Because like I, I've expressed that I don't like it, and then like someone will immediately say, but I liked it. And, like, I don't care. Like. <laughs> I freaking love Moana. You did not. Doesn't no, mean we hate each other. I fell asleep during Moana, <laughs> but you know it didn't entertain me. But that's just me. Then people have different you did, tastes. You. Huh? you did fall asleep. It was boring. Yeah, I, but I I've seen a million movies. I've I've seen that movie in like six different forms. But also, I feel like The Rock's character is like kind of a big problem. But whatever, <laughs> whatever. It's what a whole other story. It's a whole other story. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that's that whole. I don't know if it's intentional, but it's 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 the whole thing of a guy opening a door for a woman and she doesn't like say thank you or something. It's like get that I get that vibe. Oh, gotcha. But I feel like it's trying to be tongue in cheek, but whatever. That's a whole other story. I'm just like I was while we were talking about this, I was like I looked up who did the editing for this movie, and apparently, oh hold on, where is it? Is this the first movie he's edited? Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody editor responds to Oscar win backlash. John Ot- Ottman says that, like, when responding on Twitter to somebody, like, posting that infamous scene, he, uh, he responded saying that, like, it was one of the scenes filmed by Dexter Fletcher, who was hired after Brian Singer was fired. Storyline <laughs> became reordered, original dialogue no longer made sense, he was under time constraints, and responded to, to like, early criticism saying that when he looks at that scene he wants to put a bag over his head oh my god don't reward someone for salvaging a, a a titanic of a biopic when quizzed on the backlash he told the washington post oh my god wow i didn't know about that but i know why that's out there whenever i see that scene i want to put a bag over my head because that's not my aesthetic if there's ever an extended version of that film where i can put a couple of scenes back in i will recut that scene <laughs> That's oh. not the movie you reward. Like, it's so weird because, like, it's an art. And it's like, you don't take a studio vehicle and, like, 
it's like, oh crap, this is like, this is a dumpster fire. You don't like give a gold medal to the guy with a fire hydrant. You don't. It's like, I mean, like you can reward him, but it's like, you don't give him a, that kind of an honor. And it's like, like there's so many. Ugh. What other movies were nominated that year? Oh God. Okay. Um, that was what 2018. Yeah, it was just last year. Missions editing 2018. Right. Um, that does not help me. Okay, film editing. Here we go. <laughs> like, I got scared because in that same article they mentioned something about Bohemian Rhapsody 2, but then the link doesn't go anywhere, so I'm like, okay, maybe that's just an internet joke oh or something. Gosh. I hope it is, because, God, please, I don't want more of this. <laughs> uh, film editing, Black Klansman, Bohemian okay. Rhapsody, The Favorite, Vice, and Green Book. So, I've seen one of those other movies, The Which Favorite. Which is The Favorite. Phenomenal. I, like, I, I don't know if I would reward the editing for that. I don't even know if I would nominate the editing for that. Because it wasn't really anything that stood out. But, like, better edited than this movie. Yeah, it was a Black Klansman. I've actually, like, I haven't seen it, but, like, I've heard a lot talked about, like, how they cut that movie and, like, how it ends on sort of a very, like, like holding a mirror up to you to the audience sort right. of a thing and it's like that's ballsy and that's like to hold on that is like actually a really ballsy editing move and it something is, like that yeah. should be rewarded instead this of, should not be instead rewarded. of a movie that was clearly the editor admits was rushed the director admits it was rushed yeah it's and the director was fired halfway through production i don't know and yeah like like they said it was it, was, it won for most editing just like how rami uh, one for most acting. <laughs> oh god, nope, it looks like um, a sequel has been in discussion that starts with Live Aid. It's being heavily discussed in the Queen family. Uh, the real life Jim Beach is totally into it. Oh, wow, we are saying the, wow. their manager yep. slash lawyer is down to make more money off of residuals? Uh-huh. Huh. We don't want Freddie Mercury to be a poster child for AIDS in our movie, but we'll, like, exploit his legacy for movies. Jeez. I don't... This is... Like, like, maybe maybe the Academy just nominated all of it just so they could have Queen perform at the Oscars to get people to watch. Because they knew yeah. that nobody was going to watch the Oscars. Yeah. I'm thinking it's a stunt. It has to be. Like, yeah. Like, literally, like, that's like, I don't have not watched the Oscars in years. I'm nope. Like, I'm just going to watch the Mad Max was on the last one I watched. Same. That was the same one, the one where yeah. Mad Max won all the awards. This is like, this is the Justice League <laughs> of biopics. Of biopics. <laughs> Except, like, even Justice League is more palatable. Because <laughs> it was bad, but, like, they, but, uh, what's his name? Um, the guy who was canceled for a little bit, but somehow came back. Um, Joss Whedon. Joss Whedon. <laughs> like, he knows how to save a picture. Mm, right, right. And, like, it, I mean, he didn't... He he landed the plane. He, right. Like, there was already damage to it. It but was like, damaged. It was falling apart a little bit, but they saved, landed. They landed. He saved most of the passengers. <laughs> the tail section, forget about them. But you, how do you feel about everybody, like, up in arms about wanting the Zack Snyder cut of that movie? I, frankly... Uh, I don't care anymore, but also, like, I'm not against it. 
Only because, like, at least it would have a singular vision, even if the vision is terrible. Yeah. And, like, the worst libertarian, like, masturbation session. Because, like, Which that's all of, that's all of his movies. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I think at least it would be more interesting than what we got. <laughs> Did you watch it? I haven't watched this League yet. Don't. Just... <laughs> I've been skipping it. No. Like, I think Aquaman was the... We still haven't seen uh, Shazam. Oh, that one's actually pretty good. That's all I heard. I just, I just, I don't know. Like, it's, Aquaman really just like burnt that bridge for me. It's not a like perfect movie if you sit down and think about it, but like mm. clearly the fun is there. Like okay. you can actually like okay, I can actually get behind this aesthetic, you know, yeah. as opposed to like an like an Aquaman or whatever. I think it's finally out, so we we can actually watch it. It's now. coming out. It's, I saw a commercial for it. I, think I saw the DVD and stuff. Like digital yeah. first or whatever, but oh yeah, no, no, no. I saw it on Google. Uh, you can rent it. Yeah, yeah. But there's like like it's a, such a different tone as opposed to everything in DC, which is a little shocking for me. Mm-hmm. But even then, just like because it's so lighthearted, there's two very dark moments in that movie that really land because of that for me, oh, which wow. I thought like was really cool. Hmm. So it has a consistent tone, and then it uses that Mm -hmm. as like a subversion when things get dark. Yeah. Huh. That's how I felt about it, anyways. See (laughs) see if you agree when you see it. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm sure I'll enjoy it if it's better than Aquaman. (laughs) Yeah. I haven't seen Aquaman. I can't compare it to that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And holding out on that one, too. Mm -mm. Just don't, honestly. I'll just go rewatch, like, the Bruce Tim animated universe. Honestly, watch the animated ones. Like, so good. I'm getting more picky when I watch it. Like, I've just completely cut out live action Disney, <laughs> live quote unquote live action. Quote unquote, yeah. I I skipped Aladdin. I'm, reviews have made me skip a Lion King as well. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I'm curious about Mulan, but at the same time, I don't really care. Yeah, because like the only thing that like I think Mulan has is that they're clearly going like, we're not gonna try and do what everybody wants of Mulan. Like everybody is like. I just want to watch the same movie again. Yeah. Mulan is being like, My... Shang isn't in it, Mushu isn't in it, the songs aren't even in it. Like, they're doing something, but I don't know if that's, they're quite going as far for, with it. Like, it's, it doesn't... For me, yeah. it's it's more of like, I look to see who's making it mm. and judge it off of that. Because, yeah. like, what did we watch? So, like, the next Star Wars movie, mm. yeah, the yeah. writer of that is of the Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Ooh. And oh. and JJ Abrams. Mm. Right. So I don't even really want to see that movie. <laughs> um the director of Mulan is not that race matters too much, but it's in fairly inexperienced white woman. Mm-hmm. Which like kudos that it's a female director, but also like I feel like if you're getting something that's emulating, like, crouching tiger, hidden dragon aesthetic, you want to have someone that is, like... Immersed in that world. Immersed in that... Yeah, well, in that... Not not necessarily the culture, but, like, that style of filmmaking. That, like, waifu... Um, yeah, stop. Yeah. Like, I mean, they could, maybe they could bring on Chow Yun-Fat as a consultant. But, <laughs> but like, yeah, because, like, I think people are already pointing out how there's inconsistencies with, like, the cultural things in the movie. Yeah. So it's that kind of raises a slight red flag, but also yeah. it's like, eh, whatever. Eh, and hey, they keep making. I'm not, money, I, so they keep I don't even care them. about Little Mermaid. Honestly. Yeah, I like 
internet's freaking out they hired a black woman I'm like I'm just mad the movie's being made at all I'm <laughs> I not, really I don't I mean I don't care that it's being made but like they had Melissa M- McCarthy yeah. being Ursula uh-huh. I thought all the jokes about like oh no she's a white woman's playing a purple woman jokes are pretty funny though. yeah that's <laughs> that was pretty great that was pretty great <laughs> yeah and like I love the 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 discourse on it on her because it's like people are mad because she's black, but people people are mad because Disney's intentionally making her black, for yeah. like the most cynical of reasons. <laughs> and it's just like yeah, it just who cares? Yeah, I'm just like, checked out. <laughs> yeah, who cares? I have the animated movies. Yeah. No one's I, taking them. No, I'm. I can. Disney's not smashing my copy. I can watch no. them anytime. Like, I, I don't still want will. to see like a neutered version that tries to fix its problems Quote, like unquote. Beauty and the Beast tried to tried do tried to and just yeah. <laughs> and yeah and I, I don't know I don't know how I got on this but, <laughs> but the point that I was saying was I'm being way more selective and like movies like this are why because it's like <laughs> no I can't fall for that I need to seek out more creative movies exactly <laughs> uh, what are, like, yeah have you seen Midsummer yet? no not yet I, I will at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> That's a great movie. Because I know Daisy really wants to see that one. Yeah. It's it's a great movie that's very, like, not self-reflective, but it's it's like a white director that's clearly raising issues with white people. <laughs> <laughs> and the landing sticks much better than Hereditary. Oh, for my you. <laughs> gosh. It, like, I, it's a happy ending, but it's totally not a happy ending. Oh, my gosh. But it lands, it nails its ending. Oh man, yeah. I can't wait. Unlike, there's no after, like right before credits for oh, and then they died of AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. Don't watch it. Don't, just don't. Just listen to the music. Watch their videos on YouTube. Watch the behind the music. That one's great. Yeah, watch their interviews. Support <laughs> Freddie <laughs> Mercury stuff. Except for the ones where they talk about how great Adam Lambert is, as opposed to Freddie. Yeah, that's weird. That's, weird, really that's weird. really weird. Cause he's good, but it's still like like it's different. It's, it's different. very different. It's weird. No, no, like like Brian May was saying that like was like trying to say that he was better than Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. No, you were telling me about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh. that just made me feel really gross. Very ill. Yeah. No, no, thank you. This I lost respect for Queen. <laughs> Honestly. So yeah, that's yeah. Don't watch it. No. That's that's it. Our, Just watch our the two hour rants is over. Watch the behind the music on Making of a Night at the Opera. That one's great. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was I'm so, gonna watch so that. great. <laughs> and why if you have the live A DVD, watch that. That's a great show. It's a great show. <laughs> Alright. Bye. Bye. Down to down to three of us. Down to just the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> three of us. I see a little